No. Sideburns? No. Goatee? Maybe. Beard? Beard! Episode are we on? Three. 
the third episode One, two, of this thing three. that we're kind of the full. It depends on whether oh, you count yeah, that's good the uh, the Friday oh, yeah. show that we did that was actually free talk oh, live. Yeah. We should was that, that a beer te- beard talk live episode? Well, or we could know. leave it unsettled. We called it that at the time, so in order to not make liars of ourselves, I think we should. I think we should include it. Um, so I believe uh, well, this be... is the nature of the abortion debate in in general. Is when was it its own thing? Like while could... it was gestating, See, or after it had become? No, no, no. You guys, I have See, the answer. That's the thing. That's why uh, the Church of the Invisible Hand, at least. Um, at least my ministry in it, uh, is pro-choice. Life doesn't begin at birth. Life doesn't begin at conception. Life is a tree that has been growing for millions of years, and right. it doesn't begin and end. A sperm is alive. Before fuck abortion, okay? Fuck, I don't mean fuck a, an abortion. Just fuck abortion. I want to have your I, abortion. I, I have I have the answer to your fucking question, which Thanks, is Marla. which is that first thing that we did when it was the three of us on Free Talk Live, and we're like, oh, this is Beard Talk Live. When we when we came up with the idea for the name of this particular show that we're doing right now, that's the pilot episode. Okay, oh, I think that's fair. So, that's the pilot episode, and it was so good. So was the that... first captain Pike or Kirk? <laughs> well, it was me. The first captain was Pike. It was kickass. Kirk and Pike are way older than you. No, I but mean, of this unless show, you're counting in chronological show, order. If you, and unlike if you Star can... Trek, unlike Star Trek, I was the original captain in the pilot episode too. Okay, so that's I've got true. that going for me, which is nice. For Beard Talk Live. For Beard Talk Live, But yes. you were never captain of the Enterprise. Okay. No, no, no. No. I mean, now, in my in my mind a few times, like, you know, as a kid growing up, wondering what it'd be like to be a starship captain or whatever, sure. Yeah. And, uh, uh, like, in my mind, I imagined. Yeah, absolutely, I did. Of course. I was a pilot of many different space vehicles, of course, because I Dear God, why fiction, would you man. not? I loved science fiction, yeah. man, you know? I uh, I took paper mache and put it over a, a pumpkin that was bigger than my head, and then I cut out a thing and I put fucking saran wrap, plastic wrap, over the front of it, right? I got some tinfoil and I made a couple little, like... You know, supposed to be antennas or supposed to be my space helmet. I painted it white and everything, and I'd run around the backyard thinking, like, I'm in outer space. Look at me. Yeah. yeah. It was fucking fun, man. You know? Yeah, I can see that. I'd, I loved uh, um, science fiction a lot for the human stories. Mm. I was a big yeah. Robert Heinlein fan. If. So, uh, you know, it was, for me, it was things like uh, one of my favorite quotes by him and he's the uh the first prophet of the church of the invisible hand is robert heinlein Ah. Uh, he wrote when a place gets crowded enough to require id cards it's time to leave the (sighs) great thing about space travel is it gave us somewhere to go right um and and that was the great thing about the frontier for all of time was that it gave us somewhere to go and and part of me on some level too even growing up was like oh man 
space is undiscovered and it's mm-hmm. going to be so free and dangerous and everything, but like that undiscovered totally country from whose born no traveler returns. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and, and, and in that way, knowing that outer space was dangerous to the human condition, right? That there would have to be new technologies evolved and grown into and, and whatever and plans for doing this, for exploring space. But on some level, to me, that is, that's anarchy. Right, yeah. space is anarchy, man. Yeah. Like there is oh, no real fucking rules once the nearest, you're out there. Space the absolutely exists in a far away to be relevant. It, yeah. It's a perfect state of anarchy. Yeah. There are no rulers in space. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, I will say that one of the most extraordinary things about growing up, though, like when you're young and the world is, I want to be clear, I haven't quite grown up yet. Fair enough. <laughs> Well, I, I hate to tell you that I have. say that, that <laughs> if you I have been uh, an old man in many ways for a number of years. <laughs> if you get to be 50 without growing up, you don't have to. Oh, but, nice. Yeah. Oh, I'm there. I'm, Fuck, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping to do an Dude. internal Benjamin Thanks, Button. nobody. <laughs> an I'm, internal... Ben- Benjamin Button. So, uh, Benjamin Button, or Merlin for that matter, aged backwards. So ah. I want my soul to be like Merlin, because I have been an old man for a very long time. So inside. your name is Nilrem. Hmm? That's Merlin backwards. Uh, Nilrem. Uh, yes. but, but Merlin backwards would age forwards. Which is why I should... Anyway, okay, we, we've lost the thread here. <laughs> <laughs> have we gone on a tangent? Wait, before we so go any bullshit. further... Before we go any further, this show is called... What? Beard, Beard Talk, Talk Live. Live. And it features us. I'm the captain. I'm nobody. And Peakless Mountaineer. And we all do have beards. It's true. We are all claim to be, should we agree on the word voluntarists? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I would, I would agree right. with that. Rather than you know using our other you know things to describe our sort of belief system uh, that we operate on, I think. Yeah. If we I like voluntarist. I like abolitionist. Well, I like that it, one, too. Yeah. That's a good um, one. That's, uh, that's what my face, uh, Facebook profile says under politics. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, look, here's the thing. On the radio, who knows who's going to show up? Yeah. But for this, you had to try to get here. So, like, I'm yeah. uh, I'm willing to bet that if you don't know what a voluntarist is, you can Google the damn thing. Yeah. I wanted to yeah. mention to you guys well, too. Our- but the other thing is, we I'm sure that our haters watch this kind of thing oh, nice. from from time to time, waiting for us oh, to yeah. say oh, yeah. something incriminating. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let so- me say about that that Meghan McCain retweeted six times. Wow. Yeah. That's, no, it's what did she uh, this was, a, this was uh, the picture of her uh crying over her dad's uh, Oh, the one everybody made fun yeah. of. Yeah, fuck that bitch. Yeah. yeah. Like she made me like this tweet. No, that's the thing. So and Dave Smith actually pointed this out. Uh when these people are are reading these comments or or whatever it is that they're about to pounce on. Like it's not the offended <gasps> Pearl clutching, like how could you? Like that's it's not like, what oh, any of these. This gives me an feel. opportunity to be offended. Exactly. <laughs> I wanted to. Uh, there's I wanted, there's I, a joy at seeing these things. That sorry, yeah. Do you guys remember last week we had a guy call in? I remember Josh. little bits of last week. Okay, that's fine. So anyway, <laughs> it turns out that that Josh, the guy who called in last week. Has a beard that, like, probably the length of all three of ours put together. The dude is a seriously, he's a beardo for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's on my Facebook page. You know, he may call in again or whatever. But I was just like, 
we call this Beard Talk Live because it's a take on... So he's on got, like, the full ZZ Gandalf. Live. I mean, yeah, it's... Like, like ZZ Top and Gandalf would both be like, dude, that's pretty good, man. Like, I mean, it's in their realm. No no pun nice. intended. Yeah. So uh, we do have a... I have, love ZZ Top. Have, I ah, saw them live. We do have somebody on the nice. phone. Who the hell's on the phone? Hey, this is Jamie Summers. Who? Jamie. Jamie Summers? Like, like the bionic woman? <laughs> Thanks, but no. Oh. oh, I wish. Shit. Well, you're uh, you're on Beard Talk Live. Do you have a beard, Jamie? Uh, no, I'm a female. Well, could you reach back well, and grab some long to, hair and put it like at your chin, say? Uh, okay, yeah. I appreciate that. All Thank right, you. Cool. Now, now you're officially allowed to be on Beard Talk Live. It's just right. it's like cover charge to get into a club that is questionable at best. Right. <laughs> I can't see how the hell a woman can have a beard. <laughs> uh, we're we're working on making sure that we can uh, uh, apply a, a pseudo beard, a strap on beard, if you will, uh, to our future potential in studio uh, female uh, participants. I like to refer to it as the guest beard. Yes, the guest. Uh, you know, you've got a guest. Working on it. If you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, Jamie, where are you calling from? I'm calling from North Alabama. Ah, uh, nice. Uh, Alabama. I used to I used yep. to live in uh, the panhandle of Florida or southern Alabama as they like to call it. <laughs> I uh, I had me yeah. some had me some moonshine from Opelika. Wow. Yeah. Have you ever had a, a apple cinnamon moonshine? I have not. Mm. I love apple oh, cinnamon good, moonshine. Okay. That does like sound rule good. of thumb moonshine that's built to be like an apple pie. Go for well, it. Like, yeah, a, like an angry play. balls. Like an angry yeah. balls. Yeah, alcohol and apple pie go really well together. Yeah. Yeah. This is like cinnamon and apple with yeah. I mean, really, uh, the whole like Christmas spice palette and booze are really good friends. Jamie, have you been drinking? No. Sir. Okay. Um, I don't really drink a are you, lot. Are you high? <laughs> I wish. Trying to figure out why you called in. <laughs> <laughs> I heard something the other night on the radio. Uh, What'd you hear? On Free Talk Live about marijuana. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You may yeah, hear about I'm that from time to time. People. <laughs> I think I've heard of that. And I'm sorry, you want to do what to people? I'm one of them cannabis people you're a cannabis person so you're a hybrid between the plant and a and an animal no hmm. uh <laughs> you know i think that's actually a pretty fair description of our species actually it would be sweet if you could like just walk yeah. around and well, like grow some buds on like your back for a while so you mentioned heinlein earlier and uh i uh, another author that uh so uh stand by for jamie peakless is gonna go on a tangent oh, spot scott card That's that the one. was Thank you. amazing now, he wrote a book about these like uh spoiler alert if you wanted to see uh to read speaker for the dead uh close your ears uh, about these two species that like became a single biological unit a complementary species and i think that humans uh, that humanity and cannabis are in oh, wow. such a relationship humanibus humanibus <laughs> Bam. i'm a cannabis girl because i occasionally do smoke marijuana yeah. <laughs> cool yeah Mark that's 80s. well if you if you were closer we did we didn't invite you to have a smoke with us but that's a matter of fact <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, 
seriously, like, okay, number one, this thing's illegal because it makes you feel good? Is that, right, yeah. is that because the it makes you it? think outside the box? Oh, that's why it, does. it opens your reason. mind. And, yeah. yes. Well, is it that, well, yeah. or is it the fact that you can build all of fucking civilization out of it? So you can literally turn it into any kind of plastic. You can eat it. You can build your house with it. And oh yeah, make clothes and paper. Yep, medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The the I hemp plants. Plant. Yeah, but you can put it in. Brownies and candy and shit. Mm. Oh, yeah. Fucking sure can. Well, so that's the the flower of the female. Oh, which that on its own is really weird to me. So, like I was saying earlier, when I was young, I would think about, like, the world that has never been discovered. And as I've gotten older, I've just, like, found things out about the world that was already in front of me. And one of those is that cannabis has gender. Yes. Most plants do. I don't know. Um, Actually, no. Most plants don't. There are a lot of plants that do. Like, it's a sizable minority, but most plants don't have gender. Oh, Like, most plants have both the the stamen and the pistil. And Uh, some plants... It has THD, and it's a chemical of getting high. Yeah. Yeah, well, and... (laughs) I know some things about weed. (laughs) Well, and that was one of the things uh, uh, Captain was mentioning, that it's medicine. And the right. the fact that they figured out how to isolate the THC from the CBD, so they've they've made a a, a medicine that doesn't get you high out of cannabis amazes oh, me. Oh right! Mm-hmm. I, mean, I got used to uh, I got used to growing I got used to smoking God's plant out of the ground. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's a good way to get used. That's to That's generally my favorite way to smoke it. Yeah. Just uh what so Jamie, do you prefer the smoking or the eating of the marijuana? I prefer smoking it. Okay. Uh indica or uh what's the other one? Sativa. Sativa, Sativa. yeah, thanks. Indica or sativa? What's your preference? I prefer smoking it over a joint. <laughs> okay. Or occasionally a bong, you know, what the hell? Yeah. Now it's one thing I've noticed. Have a water bottle? The, it's not that it's not that hard, really. So the more <laughs> access you have to it, the more of a uh, palate for pot you get. Yeah. So like, right. you know, your 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 first is like, okay, well, it's pot, and then it's oh, like, yeah. oh, well, there's there's sativas and indicas, right? And uh, I always and headies. Yeah, yeah. I always remember like uh, Inda Couch, Inda Couch, yeah, Inda Couch, yeah. Because one of them just sort of totally, like, you can't move anymore, let alone talk. There mm. are people who say yeah, just, who oh. say that... I'm sorry, go ahead, Jamie. I'm so sorry. He just doze off of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Munchies>. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, there are people who, who say marijuana doesn't make you any more creative, and I'm like, bullshit. Like, some of the best art yeah, I've really? ever done has been while I was baked. Yeah. So it's literally a hallucinogen. It's a mild hallucinogen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a mild yeah. hallucinogen. Yeah. I mean, newsflash, colors aren't actually brighter. As, as Food a, doesn't yep. actually taste better, but boy, is that how you experienced it. Yeah. As a commuter, computer programmer, there are parts of it that are like conceptual that I do really well on weed. But then, in order to write the code, I've got to come down. You got to be a little sober for the code. Okay, yeah. so it's 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 uh, an old piece of advice: write drunk, edit sober. Yes, uh, yeah, yes, true. Yeah, that's very much 
very much what it's what it's like. That's yeah, why the trope about uh, writers, fiction writers, they're, they're all Alcohol drunks and, doesn't yeah. make yeah. me smarter. Well, that's Not sort of the trope about bit. writers in general is that they all... Right. Yeah. But no, the... the so wait, what you're saying in... is I'm supposed to be a writer? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I'm for it. Oh, well, you are a producer of words. It's true. You, you dabble in words. You are poetry. a wordsmith, certainly. We just invented Which is humanibus. a good thing, because I've got tr- a word, Jones. We didn't invent that. You did. Well, okay, but like, I was just imagining, what if you're like a dude... Who could like walk around with like buds growing off your back and just whenever you needed one, you're like stink, you know, and it's okay, yep, got a big fat bud here. So I've actually devised a system that that's possible with dreadlocks. Oh, oh cool. wouldn't recommend it. Not exactly hygienic, but it would work. Right, good point. And if you, you mad if you, bastard, <laughs> I really am. And if this version, and thank you, nobody. <laughs> Anytime. I, I just thought you I'd to let call you me know a bad that. bastard is quite something. Yeah. If this humanibus version of you with the, I'm assuming, green dreadlocks were specifically be- growing what we know as skunk bud, you would also have a certain smell to you. For the record, I refer to that as, color as sloth green. Okay. Did you know that sleeve, as I'd like to refer to the plural of sloth, have a unique, oh, really? uh, yeah, that's what I call them. Uh, they have a unique <laughs> camouflage sleeve. Oh, wow. Yeah. Their camouflage is developed because they move so slowly that things grow in their fur, and that makes them harder for predators to see them, which is totally their game anyway. Mm. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, it would be a sloth greed set of dreads. Jamie, would you grow dreadlocks of marijuana? Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> See, I have no idea if this would work or not. What? And if we could, having yeah. having dreadlocks that you grow oh. a cannabis plant out of might actually work. And until we legalize the fucking thing, we will never find any of this out. All right. So, exactly. What the fuck? Well, a condition. We'll just have to find somebody who's trying to grow cannabis in their in their dreadlocks and protect them very carefully from law enforcement. A condition of being a humanibus is known as budlocks. Oh. <laughs> be you grow the budlocks. <laughs> just like dreadlocks, but made of bud. I heart that with all of me. <laughs> wow. Maybe it's it. Arctic ass. Thank you. Is that Jamie trying to do Beavis or Butthead? It, it was. Yeah. Which one and was butthead are uh, not was role Beavis. models. Was it? They're not even human. They're cartoons. Some of the things they do could get you hurt, expelled, <laughs> or even <laughs> deported. In other words, kids, don't try this at home. <laughs> I have to give the Beavis and Butthead uh, disclaimer whenever I whenever they come up in conversation. You know, the only thing that was good about that show is that my parents hated it. I yeah. love that show. I. I got so baked and watched Beavis and Butthead, no man, like all the time. For taste. Yeah. Jamie, are you old enough to have watched Beavis is, and Butthead? The thing is, they were the anti-heroes. Oh, I watched it since I was a little kid. All right. That's uh, cool. <laughs> Did you watch the newest one, the movie or whatever that just came out? Ah, oh, damn, no. Okay. I mean, I it just it. like a couple months ago, I think, but. Yeah, they just had a new movie come out and they just started a new series. I do actually want to see the new Butthead. movie. 
It's good. As bad as Beavis and Butthead in general is. No, it's good. Uh, you know? It's good. I've seen it. Uh, I want to see it again. I, sh- I should have watched it again. It's, it's part of my culture. <laughs> say it yeah. again, Jamie. I said, Beavis and Butthead kicks ass. Ain't nothing better than Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> well, <laughs> South Park is better than Beavis and Butthead in my book, but I still enjoy Beavis and Butthead. I mean, I like South Park. My first and favorite always would be Beavis and Butthead. Hmm. They were first. Yeah, yep. that's, that's a fact. I liked the Max. Oh yeah, they did that. Make that into a show, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So the yeah. Max, uh, M A X X, was this amazing bur- adult comic, yeah. like gruesome and weird, and like multiple universes and like an unkillable thing with the uh, middle finger. Fuck you, claws. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, oh, have I missed this? Wow. I have no idea. Oh, right, because uh, uh, I was I'm old enough to have been conditioned that uh, cartoons are juvenile, and so I gave them up. Well, uh, so this was a comic see, before it was a cartoon. I was conditioned the same so, way, and then uh, I said, fuck these people. Oh, wow. Which comics also were considered juvenile, yeah. and fuck all of that nonsense. But I still watch South Park. <laughs> you yeah. know who didn't think comic books were juvenile? The Egyptians. They covered them in everything. That's true. They covered everything oh, really? in them. In them, right, yeah. They covered everything in them. Both. Their favorite animals to worship was cats. <laughs> that's true that's true yeah. so cats are a really fucking weird thing they're not fully domesticated but they really hey, like hanging out cats. with humans you love cats Jamie? but if they were bigger they would kill you yes hang, hang on. absolutely <laughs> hang on let jamie talk go ahead jamie i said yeah i'm a cat person i love cats i like dogs but i love cats <laughs> Wait, make up your mind. Are you a weed person or a cat person? I can't keep inventing these hybrid people all night. <laughs> yeah, because there's no weed cat people. Yeah. I've it's never like dated Bear several Pig. of She's those. She's half weed, half, half cat, pe- and half, half person. person. Okay. <laughs> That's like half my love life, honestly. Wait, what's your favorite type of cat? Cheetahs. They can run 100, uh, way over 150 miles. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In hour or in distance? I think it's in distance. No, per hour, yeah. no, uh, they suck at distance. No, oh, that's a, that's bad. like a weird thing. No, it's it's a little known fact that human beings can actually run down a cheetah if it's a hundred degrees out. When oh, I was wow. when I was a young man, I was a big fan of cougars, and then I also <laughs> liked the big cats as well. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Meow. But you know, once yeah, a guy. I heard that it's, uh-huh. there's like t- uh, different levels of marijuana. The highest marijuana, the one that you can smell the most, is the one that can get you high. Mm. So if it's like medium and low, they ain't gonna do shit. Like a lot of people say you can't get too high, but I have been. I have been too high. Oh, I have been. <laughs> I have been too high. Like I had to. There's been a few times in my life where. Um, somewhere along the line, weed improved in quality for me. I think it was because of my geographic location on the West Coast, mm-hmm. uh, where, yeah. like, for whatever reason, the weed was just great. And so it was, you know, my first time smoking this particular strain from this one particular dude. And so I, you know, smoked it. And I was at, like, a band practice or whatever. And uh, we were all standing around talking, holding a beer or whatever. And, and I was just like, man, I... I got to go lay down for a minute. So I went into the band room and I yeah. laid down on the floor and I put my feet up on the sofa that we had in the rehearsal room. And I just kind of laid there and they all came in after a few minutes and like, dude, are you okay? I'm like, I am great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I nice. love right now, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I've been too high. 
I've seen people too high. I, I went to this hippie music festival down in Massachusetts oh, um, a couple years ago with this. Uh, yeah, it was a great time. They have them all the time out here. They're they're all Grateful Dead cover bands, Pink Floyd cover bands, and oh, uh, and yeah, reggae. Huh? Yeah. What just happened there? She just slammed the screen door on your reggae. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> We're not on speakerphone, are we? I don't, yeah. I don't know if we want to be broadcast like that. <laughs> you hear the sheepishness <laughs> in the voice. I think we can be on yes. speakerphone. I, I'm, I would do something about that, but I'm paralyzed by not caring very much. <laughs> we're, we're, we're only live on the internet, but I'm uh, like, I don't know if we want to be broadcast like that. Old <laughs> <laughs> uh, habits are hard to fucking break, man. Uh, I do want to say, uh, Jamie, we are having fun talking to you, but if there's anybody else listening who wants to call, we are taking calls. The number should be on your screen. If it's not, it's the same as Free Talk Live. It's 603. 603- Two eight three six one six zero to join yeah, us on Beard Talk Live. I'm talking to other listeners who may or may not be listening. We're not sure. We have no way to know. Yeah, yeah you do know you're live right now on the internet. Oh, cool. Oh, and I'm pretty right. sure I heard her cuss. So I, it, this is the fucking uncensored version. Damn and right. I, I can't fucking remember the last time you gave out the number or the seven if words. Ever. That might have been the first time just now. <laughs> when I just, <laughs> Like, I forgot, like, both of the last, and probably the pilot. Well, no, I think I gave it out in the pilot episode. I'm pretty sure oh, I that, did. that would yeah. make sense. Yeah, but, but. Oh, yeah. No, in the pilot episode, episode one you had two. to. Yeah, official we episode one We just start talking no. That was the first we don't voluntarily offered We're number. just like, <laughs> you crazy bastards, you tuned into this. You know who the hell we are. Um, <laughs> Fair point. Oh, and as far as uh, the stinkier the bud, the better, as far as uh, getting high, most of the time but uh number one it could be uh not cured properly and then it would be smellier or if it's uh, not cured it's still sick mm. that's right. bad uh, or uh keef do you guys know what keef is uh yeah the, the guy the who dust the trichomes the guy who played off the leaves the guy who played uh, the the guy on that movie Keith or that Sutherland? tv show 24 <laughs> yeah what was his name? Oh, Jack wow. something or another? Kiefer Sutter- Sutherland. <laughs> oh, that was it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Not Keef. Sorry. Yeah. That whole show was just oh, was just designed to justify torture. <laughs> that uh, was the hey, whole really? purpose and of that really show. it was really well designed CIA for the purpose. Uh, one of one of the bands I was in uh, has a, a lyric and a song that goes, uh, Unchecked power, lose freedom by the hour. Right. And me oh, cool. being a parody song artist, right? I even parody my own heavy metal songs, right? So when the band would be practicing, I'd be in oh. my head making up like new and funnier lyrics. And so instead of unchecked power, lose freedom by the hour, it was I'm Jack Bauer, freedom by the hour. <laughs> <laughs> because of the 24 show. Yeah. Wow. All right, well, if we find out that that's in the next theme song for the remake of 24, then we'll know that the FBI listens to this show as well as Free Talk Live. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure they are. We're here, and it's from this place, and we do the other show, too, and all of us are on it. So I mean, I'd I feel mean, neglected if the NSA yeah. wasn't there listening. Yeah. They are one of the only <laughs> branches of the government that does actually listen. It's true. Yeah. They and they do the just people. as much about things that you want them to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they don't care. I'm, I'm sorry, what, Jamie? 
me. I love I love classic rock, hard rock, soft rock, and a little bit of metal. That is Slipknot. Slipknot? Mm, from yep. Iowa. What's <laughs> funny about Slipknot is that anybody you meet who's from Iowa that is a, a fan of heavy metal knows those guys. Huh. <laughs> like literally. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know how this is possible. I think some people are are bullshitting or Iowa is just like that small of a community of heavy metal to where uh, yeah, like Yeah, how big you do know, you think the metalhead community in Iowa really is? I I don't know. I mean, I I've never I've been through Iowa like one time and by through it I mean I literally just drove through yeah. it. I didn't stop anywhere. I spent a week there one afternoon. <laughs> um <laughs> it, it'd be hard to find. Yeah. Oh, I honestly wonder if I've met like a percentage of the entire uh, metal crowd in Iowa. So my sister and I found uh, uh, like a goth uh, bar in Boise. Nice. Oh, cool. uh, apparently we have like a sixth sense that just draws us to these places. So uh, she was mentioning the kinds of uh, music that she likes. I'm embarrassed to admit most of mine. Uh, however, yeah, I do love anything that has a rebellious spirit. You can it. have shitty taste. I'll still like you. No yeah. one likes classical music, Maybe. and you know it. I like classical music. Well, classical musicians. Weird, man. Like classical I mean, I'll music. listen to some Ride of the Valkyries. That's some badass shit. That's the thing they use. Okay, in, well, uh, now you're weird and a Nazi. Do, 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 Anyone do. who loves Wagner is a Nazi. I, that, yeah, it's not Wagner. Wagner. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I just outed myself. It's like Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not Volkswagen. You can on me. I love ACDC and uh, Guns N' Roses. Mm. Uh, Liz Zipperman. So. Oh, man. Guns N' Roses is probably like the last like real legitimate rock and roll band, right? When's the last time you heard of some rock and roll band that's full of a bunch of young motherfuckers who are like just drinking and drugging and boozing and women and they're tearing up hotel rooms and they're chucking TVs out windows and over the balcony into the pool and shit like that? Like Guns N' Roses to me is like the last band. What's the point of unchecked power if you're not going to use it? Yeah, I I can't tell you another band that came out of fucking nowhere that was like that sort of like youthful, rebellious, just fuck everybody kind of thing, you know? Yeah. There was yeah, something especially to be since said for- Rage Against the Machine started raging on behalf of the machine, oh, right? Don't yeah, remind no. me. Jamie, no, there was something hang unique on. about that combination, for sure. Jamie, you had something to say. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I said, don't get me wrong. I'm wearing a Slash t-shirt because he's, he's one of my favorite guitar players. He's one of the all-time greatest guitar players, hands yes, down. He is. He's got style. I mean, dude literally invented a new form of chord. Do you know how yeah. fucking weird that is? How crazy gifted you have to be to invent a new kind of guitar chord? I have no idea. Wow. Yeah. He was. How did it differ from existing guitar chords? Uh, he would he would mix them in these very unusual ways. So like, here are the classical like musical study guitar chords, mm-hmm. and then these are slash chords, and every single one of them it's a this slash this chord. Hence the term slash. It was both huh. of them. It was well, both. He, he invented a new chord. kind of chord that was also his name. I always oh, wondered wow. what that meant. I know that slash is British for piss. Let's say huh. I've got I to thought, take a slash. That's what? Really? In, in Britain, Man, British slang um, so weird. Yeah. I so wait, if you're gonna piss hey, and if you're gonna piss in somebody's trunk in England, you're going to piss. You're gonna slash in the boot. 
slash in the boot. Okay. Huh. Wow. Hey, don't make fun of Slash, man. <laughs> I'm going to Slash in the boot of the lorry. Oh, oh wow. Slash in the boot of the lorry. <laughs> Holy fuck. I heard that he was on uh, back in the, what was it, the 70s or 80s when they came out? In the 80s was when Guns N' Roses came out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. one of the yeah. worst things I've ever seen was when, so Slash ended up get, or, uh, ended up losing the rights to uh, to Guns N' Roses, uh, so uh, he did, he did. Uh, uh, something that was like Guns N' Roses, but not Guns N' Roses. Axl Rose got the rights to the name, and he comes out on MTV with this, like, bizarre, weird, terrible fucking band. And it's like, oh, now, and here's Guns N' Roses! Mm. And it's like, oh, Axl Rose and dumb shit. So oh, uh, wow. many people That's probably... Rose, I'm telling you. Many people probably aren't old enough to remember what happened before Guns N' Roses stormed onto the scene. So they were uh, a band in the Hollywood area, LA-ish. And I don't even know. I'm 35. There was, there was this guy who's, I'm sure it's a stage name, but his name was Tracy Guns. And oh, then cool. And then he was in a band with Axl Rose. And that's oh, where wow. the name Guns N' Roses came from. But Tracy yeah. Guns quit the band, or he was fired, I'm not sure which, but he went on to start a band called L.A. Guns, which was also I remember a, LA Guns. a glam metal-esque band, but Guns N' Roses were a little more like bar rock, whereas uh, L.A. Guns was a little more like, uh, I don't know, man, like not a winger or something, right? A little more glam, a little more commercial, if oh, you will. Or, I want to like Guns N' Roses. <laughs> hmm. So, yeah, uh, that's where the name Guns N' Roses came from. It was the, the unification yeah. of two of the pre- people in the band's last names. Wow. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. It would be like uh, us calling this show Kick-Ass Mountaineer. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> right? Or Peakless Nobody. <laughs> if I knew there was a show called Kick-Ass Mountaineer, I would also expect a beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Captain Nobody. <laughs> oh, Captain Nobody. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> You're not just nobody. I'm no. Captain, Captain nobody. nobody and the ship of tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Captain Nobody <laughs> on the way to promoted. nowhere. You're now major nobody. How far are we from nowhere? <laughs> nobody knows. Yeah, really. Yeah. If you get stoned, you be far. Away from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't just smoke that reef. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you said you like, uh, the bong, you like the joint. What about the blunt? Do you, do you do the blunt? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you have a particular type of, uh, blunt paper you like to use? Cigar paper. Oh, okay. But like some people what are like, paper? uh, oh, I'll only use Swisher papers or I like the ones that are flavored with like, I don't know, grape yeah. or something. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah. You don't you have like a- the blueberries. Or the grapes, like blueberry, grape, you know, different flavors, flavored ones. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't usually do the flavored ones. I have, and and they are tasty, but usually they're there to like cover up the fact that you're using inferior bud. Yeah, huh. yeah. at least in my opinion, right? Because if your bud is tasty, you don't want to cover it up with some grape flavored shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can drink some grape soda while you're smoking it, yeah. but uh, oh but, yeah. But yeah, I like to keep those. I like to I I like to taste my weed. So yeah. I do I, I do prefer edibles over the smoking just because it's a different 
to me anyway. Uh, and some folks agree. Some are like, no, I, I eat it and I don't get high at all. And I'm like, I eat it and I get high, but differently. Yeah. Like, it's not the same as smoking oh, it. Oh, I never finished my too much cannabis story. We got off on a sidetrack. What? We would never so, do that here on Beard Talk Live. So I, I go down to this hippie festival with this old Filipino hippie. Actually, not old. It, probably I was older than he was. But you know how hippies, <laughs> you Kinda know, their wise yeah. seem uh-huh. old. Yep. Um, but anyway, he was... Uh, he got this bacon and inf- or this cannabis infused bacon mm. and oh, cool. and chowed down like a whole baggie of the stuff and we were at a festival called Wormtown and he was That's- like on laying on the ground just communing with the worms. I was gonna say, and- were there worms in Wormtown? Well, he saw worms. He was like, in his mind, he was like okay. swimming in the ground right. and communing with worms. That's good enough. Yeah. It was, uh, he was definitely a little bit too high, but he had a good time. Um, there is absolutely tremendous variety of ways of being too high. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, uh, right. But the thing is, it's not like being too drunk where you're going to die. Right. It's just like. Yeah, I can't think of any of the ways of being too high that actually scare me. Right. You, what are you uh, going to yeah. do? Just well, go to sleep? Oh, I mean, okay. Right. No. Yeah, from the really. outside. Like, it, from the inside, you could be too high and it absolutely give you nightmarish visions of your internal demons. But from the outside, yeah. like, that guy's uh, just going to sit there with his eyes wide. Yeah, and sometimes, now, you know, you need to have hand. a look at your demons, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes my demons don't play nicely with other people's demons, and and, and then I have to call my demons a little bit so that, they, you it's know, they can, they can coexist, because, oh, you wow. know, that's half the half the battle of, of dating when you're crazy, is, is finding people where their demons play well with your demons. Well, it's a oh, shame cool. everyone's crazy then. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> I, I have a question for Jamie. Jamie, uh, how how did you find us again? Oh, you heard something on Free Talk Live on like Wednesday, right? You heard nobody mention it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. thing on the internet. Jamie, are you uh, assigned to us via the federal government in some way, shape, or form? <laughs> uh, nope. I, radio I wonder order. how oh, many FBI story. agents between the three of us, how many <laughs> FBI agents do you think we wear out where they start, they're monitoring all our communications and after a while they're like, holy shit, these guys are right. We are terrorists. And then they have to be moved to some other assignment or, or fired I, or thrown in a mental hospital or killed i can only be someone whose full-time job is going nope okay shift this one off of duty because he's gonna turn (laughs) i would hope that if that has happened to an individual if they've listened to enough free talk live you know or you know any of the shows associated with it or whatever and and they've sort of like they were a government agent and now they've quit and they've become you know of the freedom philosophies like tj the spy I would think that they would let us know, right? In some way, well, I don't know. They might that be ashamed. Would be awesome. They How might, else they are they might be ashamed, but no, you I know, mean, we really. would definitely be. I would definitely be cool with that. It's like if you spied on me I, for five years and found that you that. became an anarchist, I would definitely want to know. Because, uh, you know, I know that I have no privacy, and it would be nice to get a payoff for that. Uh, I know somebody's listening. Well, it's <laughs> worth pointing out. What do we do with these people? Like, 
These people exist. They're in our world. What do you mean, these people? I mean, the FBI agent listening to you right now is a person in this <laughs> world. It's probably the like. Do you think and all the, and, three of our FBI and agents? And some people tune think that we need or, to convert of all them. of these people. And we don't need to convert all of these people. They don't need to believe liberty in their hearts. Eventually, they'll just realize that we have more money, and our money's better. We we have more money. Then who soon? Uh, I'm not getting uh, 2025 by my last estimate. Oh, are you talking about the halvening? Uh, no, I'm talking about the next all-time high from the halvening. Yeah, uh, the halvening is 2024. Jamie, do you do the Bitcoin? Uh, yeah, I heard about that, but I don't know what it... It's like a... Ah, shit. <laughs> nope, it's not like an ah, shit at all. What? Nope, it's not like an ah, shit at all. Sometimes it's like an aw shit. Sometimes when you it's look going at it, down fast. Yeah, you look at it, you're like, ah shit. Ah shit. Sometimes you wish you had bought you had bought way more and you're like, ah shit. Yeah. So it it is sometimes yeah, like an aw shit on both yeah, sides. Your brain will be on the back burner. <laughs> <laughs> I find my brain on the back burner a lot, actually. Yeah. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> hey, uh, let me ask you a question. Uh did you see that last Joe Biden speech? It's, it's Jamie, by the way. Yeah. Jamie. Who we're uh, talking no, about. but I heard of it on Ground Zero Station. Thank you. I didn't either, but everyone's acting like, oh, you didn't see that? Yeah. Oh, it's an, it's, it's, I call it Joe Biden's hate speech. You know, I'm not, I'm not even like, I think your average leftist to say that hate speech isn't protected if they were by the First Amendment would say that the speech wasn't even protected by the First Amendment because it was uh, basically he gave a speech about how much he hates so-called mega Republicans. And it sounded like the, well, for one thing, okay, the, well, I woke up the the after wait so you watched the, the whole speech. thing speech no I, okay. I well i did but today okay all right. um i woke up after the speech was over and mm -hmm. i looked at twitter and the and the the thing that i saw trending was pedo hitler <laughs> like pedophile hitler yeah and i was like oh my god what happened yeah i stole so i stole I a meme with, with pedo hitler pedo hitler uh, so I gotta say post. that's actually one of the least surprising hashtags I have ever heard. <laughs> and and I like if see... I woke up and found out that was trending, I'd be like, "Oh, they figured that part out." Oh, all right. Yeah, <laughs> and and so I see this. It it's it's Joe Biden giving his speech. It wasn't what I thought it was. Um, but... in in a dark room lit in blood red, crimson. So it's just it looks like a horror movie. Right. It looks like the podium the devil would use if he was calling his minions to action, and. Uh, and wow. and he's just giving this speech about how MAGA Republicans are a threat to democracy, and and it's just like if our side wins, that's democracy. But if their side wins, if anybody but the Democratic Party wins, then that's not democracy. And 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 I'm like, oh wow, he's explicit. He's saying the quiet parts out loud. He's making the just us system explicit, where you know it's democracy if and only if it's just us. 
I heard that he was against the people that was supporting Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. And, and basically, and that's just because uh, those are Americans too, buddy. What the fuck? Yeah, right. And and, well, and that's and that's why it's like, okay, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? Right. Like, okay, exactly. these people exist. They're in your country. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's but we won the election. USA. Yeah, and that just makes them magically fucking disappear. No, that's why I'm not much, I'm not much into fucking politics because it's it's confusing. It. Yeah, don't be. It's it's really not confusing. It's a bunch of psychopaths who want to control you and what you do and make your decisions right. for you. I mean, mm-hmm. that's really all you need to know about politics. The, the only thing you need to know about politics is that it's important to stop it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's right. like slavery. It needs to be abolished. Goodbye. Yep. All you slime balls yeah, trying to really. control people. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm not registered to vote. I don't care who, who's in a freaking president because it don't matter anyway because all they're for is power, money, and fame, and that's it. And themselves, most importantly. don't don't and them, Exactly. Yeah. Uh, something uh, a lot of people so will like, hold that against you. Deal. I certainly won't. Hmm. Yeah, so like, I, uh, I vote in New Hampshire. I probably would not vote if I was not in New Hampshire. Mm. Um, Fair point. And that's just because... Yeah, that is a good point. Because of the Free State Project, you know, I uh, it's worth voting here, you know, because I can actually vote for people I know because uh, they make it onto the ballot. And that makes a huge difference because I don't like the idea of trusting people I don't know. Exactly. Um, and uh, and the other thing is, it's like in New Hampshire there are actually anarchists in the state house. So That's there are true. people <laughs> in the state house trying to abolish politics, it's... which seems like a paradox, but it's not. Because the thing is, it's 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 not just about learning to ignore the state. It's also about getting the state to ignore you. Oh, wow. Because right, yeah. everybody teaches you when you're growing up that like, oh, well, if you don't like something in the system, you know, join it and change it from the inside. And, well, we know that that doesn't work historically. Yeah, fucking right. Right? Yeah. And so or- so the attempt to do it here and the fact that there are, like, people who profess themselves to be anarchists in the statehouse, right, who have won elections to get in there mm-hmm. is nothing short of monumental, in my opinion. Yeah, right? absolutely. Now, I have, you know, it, it's not... What a, could be more subversive than that? <laughs> for me, it's not about uh, voting to, you know, get these people in. It's just amazing to me that they are in, that whatever we're doing here with people who love freedom moving here uh, it seems to be having an impact, so much so that, like, there are people taking up seats in these places of power and doing things like trying to... Uh, we had uh, the one guy... Uh, cut the uh, the school budget, right? Uh-huh. And then like, oh, no, they cut the school budget. There was a big uproar by all the families and the other guy who lost or whatever, and they had they went and did a revote on it. And so the battle's not over, but, like, it made national headlines. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. national politics never matters, and most places, local politics doesn't matter. Well, right. The, the mm-hmm. most effect your vote can have is locally in your own community, you know, your town, your city, that kind of a thing. Uh, that's generally speaking for most people. That's the most effect your vote is going to have. Your vote for president statistically completely meaningless. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And most places, your vote on the local elections doesn't even matter because you've got the choice between, uh, you know, a turd sandwich and a giant douche, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah there you I mean, go. okay, yeah, great choice. Like, okay, so like, uh, for example, in Texas, well, a giant you can, douche is sanitary at least, whereas a turd sandwich is decidedly unsanitary. I didn't say but it was unused. But it's still, but it's still a sandwich. That's a friggin' South Park. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was absolutely from South Park, too. which, we, see, we is an awesome them. show. We robbed them. Yeah. South Park's a way would, better show than Beavis and Butthead. Nobody played your Beavis. It's only hit and miss. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, so like... He always goes, <laughs> <laughs> So like, in Texas, the the uh, Republicans are, are trying to take over on local levels, but like, your option is... Uh, oh, let me expand the state power so we can go after more terrorists. Oh, Lord. Exactly. Yeah. This shit. The government is the terrorist. What'd you I'm say? I that was born in the 80s, so. <laughs> All right. You were born in the yeah. 80s. Hmm. All right. And I'm the breed from a druggy mother and an alcoholic father. <laughs> Oh, wow. so you're you're one of those. You're normal. Yep. Yep. Hybrid. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about average for an eighties baby uh, in, uh, in my experience. <laughs> Dude, I remember having to wear these shitty jeans as as a kid. They were hand me downs. But they, they weren't Levi's or like Wranglers weren't even invented yet when I was growing up. Uh, yeah, they to were. To my knowledge. Wranglers existed when I was in school. Yeah, I mean they came out like right in that time time period. But no, I was wearing these jeans called Tough skins. And, oh, those are by Sears. And they weren't tough at all, uh, you know. But I ripped the seat out of one of them. I, you know, ripped the knees in another pair. But the emblem that they had looked wait, wait, like a, for fashion or just cause. What? Never mind. Me wearing them? I no, had no, the knees. about ripping the knees and ass out of them. Oh, the ass was on accident. What? I was trying to do like some kung fu karate shit, and <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, but the knees, yeah, probably, you know, trying to skateboard, whatever. But, like, I, I got... I you ripped the ass out of your pants in front of chicks, right? <laughs> well, of course yeah. I did. It had to be at the most embarrassing moment possible. Naturally. Yeah. <laughs> I did this, too. I was riding my, my bicycle as a... I think I was 12 years old, 13. Just started noticing chicks. And I'm riding down by... Uh, there was a, a, a lake uh, near where I lived. And so I'm riding down by the lakefront... And it's a hot summer day, and there's just this gorgeous girl in a bikini, right? The bikini's a little tiny, and she's bouncy and jiggly, if you know what I'm saying. Uh And uh, so I'm riding my bike, and I see this, and I kind of do the head stare, and bam, right into a light pole. Yeah, that's... And I, instead I, of her, I walked and drove into a lot of things when I was a teenager. She saw this happen, bad. and you know, instead of like, "Oh my gosh, are you okay?" or like running over to me or anything, she just started fucking laughing and pointing. Yeah, right. So I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, not only did I do the thing, and I'm hurt here. There's a little bit of blood, but like now I'm getting laughed at too." Thanks by lady. the object of your desire, right? Oh, that's sad. Yeah, that's well, so sad. I hear that. On the bright side, she doesn't get to tell everybody about that. <laughs> I, however, get to tell everybody about that. I'm doing this show. That's I've just true. told everybody. That's anybody who's listening, anyway. <laughs> you just got a little distracted. Yeah, you know. I know how a man mind works, so. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Nothing else could have gone possibly worse for me that day. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm sure it could have, right? Like, you gotta yeah. count your blessings. At least you're still alive. You didn't die from that. Well, okay, I yeah. guess. You know, <laughs> didn't catch your nuts on the handlebars. <laughs> I don't remember if I did or not. Yeah, but well alive anyway. <laughs> you would remember if you did. Probably. <laughs> but even if I yes, even if I did rack my nuts on the handlebars, like because there was this chick there, I probably wouldn't have grabbed myself there. You know. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. That's actually a Thank story. God I'm a female. I don't gotta worry about nothing getting hurt down there. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've seen a I've I've seen a woman take a take a kick in the groin that that, that completely. Oh no no no! This reminds happen. me. Uh, this girl that I know, uh, we used to call her Evil Red. Uh, she came up with a band name that you really like. It's an all girl like punk hardcore band called Cunt Punch. Oh, cool. Cunt punch. Oh no. Yeah. I thought that was a great name for especially for an all girl like punk rock band, Cunt Punch. Yeah. Come on, man. That's uh, yeah. perfect. I, I like I would, it a lot better than I would like it for an all male group. Right. I would I like I would, it a lot better than I would like a cunt punch. <laughs> I would go see that band on name alone. I'd be like, Cunt Punch? Who the Act. fuck names their band Cunt Punch? <laughs> I gotta see these bitches, you know. <laughs> Oh, that was more. Into, uh, I was more listening to uh, Evanescence. Evanescence. And, uh, uh, Dory, Effervescence. Uh, is that the sound Elka Seltzer makes? No. Evanescence. Evanescence. It's a. It's a. It's a kind of music that you wouldn't listen to, Captain. It's not mm-hmm. metal. Not even a little no. bit. Oh, so it's not music it's then. Rock. <laughs> We have both it, kinds of music. We have country and have an, western. It does have a rock influence, also a classical influence. Uh huh. Well, I do like some country. Yeah, I actually like Evanescence. I don't uh, like any country. Not the United States. Not Russia. Uh, not China. Yeah. Not the Ukraine. Nothing of them. Wait. I like I like Garth Brooks. Garth I Brooks is. I didn't, know he, was, I didn't huh? know he had applied for statehood. I love that song, Whiskey Glasses. <laughs> whiskey Glasses. I just like I Whiskey Glasses. One. I don't know about the song. Yeah, I definitely grew I don't up know. on a lot of Garth Brooks. The the Garth uh, Brooks I know is like Rope in the Wind. Another man. I'm sorry, what's that, Jamie? Say again. He's talking about this girl that left him for another man. And he said, I want to need some Whiskey Glasses because I don't want to see the truth. He's talking about getting drunk on whiskey. Ah, it's a nice double nice. entendre there. Scott Glad Ian. Scott Ian of, of Anthrax wrote a lyric similar to that. It's, uh, I drink three six-packs just so I can look at your face. <laughs> wow. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah, really? uh, Jamie, do you listen to both kinds of music, country and Western? Yeah, I listen to a little bit of country and Western. I think the Blues reference. Brothers yeah. reference was missed. Yeah, that's all right. But, it's 50 miles to uh, Chicago. We got half a tank of gas tonight. Pa- no, half a pack of cigarettes, full tank of gas. It's dark. Yeah. We're wearing sunglasses. Uh-huh. Hit it. I'm lucky. I got a full bag of tobacco and some rollers. <laughs> what? Rollers? You mean like for your hair? No. Cig- uh, cigarette tubes. Oh, I see. Rollers. I okay. Yeah, I don't do my hair. Do you, do do you put rollers in your beard? No, I don't have a beard. Oh, that's right. We covered this. <laughs> We covered this at the top. She's, of the, she's top got of the an call. artificial beard going yeah. on. I'm yeah, running back out when of... I was a tobacco <laughs> entrepreneur, I found that that was the best way to get my margins up. I'm also, female, being an okay? addict you and poor. You don't want to be a female, okay? You're, you're a what? 100% female. Oh. 
Yeah. That's why I pulled my hair out because I had short hair and people thought I was a dude. Well, you know, that'll happen. Well, that yeah, when I go to the stores, I mean, one time I had my hair cut kind of short. The cashier person said, excuse me, sir. I said, I'm not a sir. I'm a lady. <laughs> it's ma'am. It's like, like there's the a fuck? Tom Jones song in there somewhere. <laughs> Tom Jones. Yeah. Who is he? He's that like croony, loungy singer guy. Right. Okay. What does he sing? Did did he sing? It's it's just too good to be, or you're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes take my off eyes. of you. Was that the one who yeah, sang? Like, it's not unusual. Yes, that's the song. <laughs> it's not unusual. No, I don't think no, that's the same song. The same but song. I think it's the same guy, and yep. I think that guy is Tom do, Jones. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 Captain, do, 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 hang on. Do, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna put something on. Stand by, Jamie. Stand by. Hang on, baby. If I've done my job right, I remember it mostly. They did a takeoff of, called uh, Ten Things I Hate About You," which was a takeoff of the. Uh, yeah, that's a different song. I've never heard him live. Well, whoa, whoa, she's a lady. I'm talking about the little lady. Tom Jones, everybody. And Tom Jones. The lady is mine. That's what I was you thinking. Heard, uh, Do it like a woman by Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah. Dude, look like a lady. <laughs> That's Aerosmith, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good song. I used to have a buddy who loved Aerosmith. Is uh, his BBS handle was Aerofiend. Mm. <laughs> was, huh. They are pretty fucking awesome, just, just in general, mind. across the board. Yeah. And it's hard for me to say that about uh, a band that's been that famous for that long. Yeah, but, usually they do something shitty. Yeah. But that one, just solid <laughs> music, whole career. Yep. Aerosmith kicks ass, man. That band rules. <laughs> He's got some great vocals, man. So, Jamie, what's your favorite Aerosmith? Uh, it's got to be Jamie's got a gun. <laughs> you would think so. <laughs> Actually, that'll be she's my angel. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan of uh, Toys in the Attic. Yeah. It's one of their really early songs when they were still trying to be like a a up tempo hard rock band when they mm-hmm. were all young and full of yeah, energy no, 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 instead no. of like their later stuff, which was a little bit slower and more commercial. For sure, you know. Uh, I also but, like this song, uh, Crazy. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Crazy. Jamie, do you crazy, own a firearm? Baby, yeah, I go crazy. Hey, what, sir? Do you own a firearm? No. No? Uh-huh. So Jamie does not indeed have Jamie a gun. Jamie does not have a gun. Mm-hmm. So it turns out the well, song was... loving hippies. <laughs> See, I'm peace-loving. Hey, that's both. why I believe in... Owning no, firearms. I'm scared of guns. Ah, uh, those are two different things. Yeah, like well, if you're scared of them, I it's... have met quite a number of peace-loving hippies who were not scared of guns. Yeah, Jerry Garcia uh, used to I'm shoot. I've seen photos of Jerry Garcia I'm, shooting skeet. I'm not scared of guns. I'm scared of people. Mm, I'm scared of governments. Pe- well, okay. <laughs> people claiming a I mean, monopoly on violence. I'm afraid of Americans. Like <laughs> 
I'm afraid of the world. I'm sorry, Jamie, go I'm ahead. I'm afraid I can't help it. I said, call me a pussy, a pansy, whatever. I just don't like guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, girls don't have to. It's not required. You know, it's um, uh, it's it's one of those things like... You know, there's nothing I like. I I love a woman who's into firearms, but generally we haven't regarded women as being required to be responsible for their own security. I mean, somebody else will generally handle security for them if they want them to, and that's that's okay I mean, it's too. Okay, if if uh, if you like guns, I'm not sure a male or a female. I mean, they that you. Everybody's got their own cup of tea. Is there a weapon that you do enjoy, Jamie? Like, I don't know, a bow and arrow, a wrist rocket, a slingshot, a, a hatchet, or a melee tool or something like that? Knife. Knife? Yep. Watch out for Jamie. She'll cut you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, like, throwing knives looks so easy. It's not. No. So hard. I got the throwing part. I just can't like connect with the pointy end on the target. Like I can throw them fine, but like getting the pointy end to connect on the target is so the difficult. For one part. thing, you've got to have it at the right distance. I'm a person in it's real gotta... life. Hmm? I love violent games and movies, but you know I'm not much of a violent person in real life. Yeah. There's yeah. so much of that shit going on in the world anyway. So. Fucking a. Yeah, I, I, I'm a I have, menace to paper people everywhere, or I was when I could when I could uh, carry a gun. I can't anymore because I'm a felon. But uh, you know, I was a menace to paper people, but I was perfectly <laughs> safe for the other kind of people. I've never you experienced know, you knives made and out of violence paper, at the same you time. Be, You've never experienced what and violence? Knives and violence at the same time. Oh. Huh. I've not. Ex- I mean, I wouldn't consider cutting paper people to be violent. Really, cutting paper people. I mean, no. And I could, I could go either way on that, but like cutting paper people isn't really violent. What yeah. about a humanibus with budlocks? <laughs> that would be violent, <laughs> unless you were just cutting the bud. I'll give you the pruning of a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> Your humanibus friend later on. Yeah, they really trimmed my buds. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh! I just got a heart hurt for a second. Uh, so, um, uh, Melanie and the state—they yeah. really trimmed her buds. They—they uh, they did. Yeah, you're one of them. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, got it, got it. Uh, you know, I was thinking, nobody. If you want to do like late night talk shows, that. Uh, since uh, you are a felon, you could just change your name to Jimmy, and you'd be Jimmy Felon. Uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> People would confuse you for Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, you'd be like, "Yeah, come, I'm come and do the Jimmy Fallon you right show." Now. But I'd just say, "Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy." Also, <laughs> love uh, Van Halen. Van Halen. Uh, I've seen oh, yeah. them, David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar? You know, the one that's seen as Jamie's crying. That would be David Lee Roth. Yeah, David Lee Roth is Van, ha- Van Halen. Yeah. The other is Van, Van Hagar. Hagar. Yeah. You know, it's so I've not seen all the three same of those, thing. Actually. Van Halen. The it's, real band. I saw Van Halen, Holden Complete, oh so briefly. 
I saw Hagar and uh, I, they, they were actually working together as much as they possibly can uh, in that they were doing one show. Oh. So you got to see both singers simultaneously? Not simul- Well, yes, simultaneously and then separately. Wow. 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 Oh, wow. Huh. That would be interesting. Yeah, it was my first concert, actually, was uh, Van Halen. One of my uh, big musical regrets is that uh, there was a point in time when uh, all of the bands in, in the area where I lived uh, were all doing these like benefit shows for different things, right? You know, raise money for this oh, or yeah. a charity event for that or and that kind of a thing. And they were they would always be turn into these like festivals, right? Yeah, it's gonna be like six or ten or fifteen bands. It's gonna be a festival. We're gonna raise money for like the the aquarium or some shit or whatever, right? Insert charity here. Mm-hmm. And so I came up with this crazy idea when I was baked, of course, uh, that uh, I would get together with. Uh, there were. I think four bands that sort of shared a rehearsal area. Uh, and so, and we would all hang out together. And oftentimes, uh, you know, if we got booked on a bill and they needed another band, we'd call up one of these other bands. And some of us were in these other bands for at different times for different reasons, playing different yeah. instruments. And so we were able to put together uh, what, what appeared to be a five band bill with only two bands worth of people. And we were yeah. going to make it a benefit for us. And we were just going to call it us fest because a, a lot of times independent musicians uh, in big cities, they don't even get get paid for what they do right uh, or if they well, do get paid, they open source band-aid right so like you know everybody's busy doing all <laughs> these charity shows which of course you don't get paid for as well and then you go and you try and do your regular shows and they don't want to fucking pay you either so i just figured it was all right for us to do mm-hmm. a show for ourselves where we got fucking paid and call it us fest a benefit <laughs> for us i like the idea i one of the things that i wanted to do when I was uh, raising money for my for my church, was I wanted to get a piece of land where um, you know basically start an agorist village, you know, kind of like pork fest that would run from spring to fall. Would you then have the agorist village people? Um, well, <laughs> what I w- what I would want to bring in because uh, because yeah. Jerry Garcia and the Grateful Dead are okay. are pr- tiki torches. <laughs> Tiki torches. Uh, probably not tiki torches, given the recent association with I was thinking a free trade construction them. helmet, but, you know. <laughs> um, Wait, does that mean there's also something called tiki pitchfork? Tiki pitchforks? Uh, no. No. Okay. Uh, that's getting that too close like a to Charlottesville. What, what I, uh, makes something uh, worthy of putting tiki in front of? Like, so this is a pen. that's how the Civil War starts. Tiki pitchforks. <laughs> this is a pen. What would make this a tiki pen? <laughs> well, you'd have to put bamboo. Build it out of bamboo. Uh, yeah, you'd have to coat it in and bamboo. And sell it for cheaper at Walmart. Huh, I see. Require oil instead of ink or something? Uh, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Uh, it 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 all makes me think of tiki Nazis, and tiki Nazis are irritating. I don't know what a tiki Nazi is. Uh, didn't you I see the Charlottesville right? protests yeah, tiki torches where they were marching with fucking tiki to torches, uh, chanting "Jews will not wait, replace wait, wait. us"? Wait, so when they went on on their march, they didn't march with like regular torches. They used tiki torches. They used tiki yeah. torches. What a bunch of pussies! Yes, yes. <laughs> so here's what I love and that's about where, that. That's where where Cantwell became the crying They are currently reliant on China for their own symbol. (laughs) 
that amazes yes. me and makes me giggle so deep oh in my, my heart. <laughs> the white supremacists don't have a white, like, made emblem. That's hilarious. Yes, they have to pay the yellow man to make their white, white supremacy emblem. That is funny. Based on the uh, Islander technology. Yes. <laughs> just... That is <laughs> that is that is rich. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Oh wow. <laughs> Do we want to take Speaking a of reasons not break to wear polo shirts. Three minutes. Okay. Oh. I've got a song for us to play you? if you're you should tell if me if you're what down. It is. It's addicted by Bliss and Eso. And it's like my favorite piece of modern music. It's hip hop, which oh. I don't normally like. But well, I I don't dislike. I don't it. Like, I like hop. Some of it. <laughs> but uh, hippie. But I don't this, like hop. this particular band, they're this like a bunch video. of Australian anarchists, and I just I love their music. It manages to be, um, you know, both expressive and positive, and just wonderful shit. So if you're a '60s dissident that likes the uh, bitter beer. Are you a hoppy hippie? <laughs> hey, I love Eminem. Eminem, say that well, again. Well, feels so yeah. feels so empty without him. Yeah, really. <laughs> what would make him a hip hop hippie? Ever live. Um, I don't know. Is Eminem a? Uh, so if you ha- if you're wearing a tie dye shirt and a bunny suit, wait, go ahead, Jamie. Yeah, I'm an Eminem freak. <laughs> I thought you said you didn't like hip hop. I love Eminem. He's a rapper. Well, he likes she likes oh, some hip hop. He is I, not hip hop. Yeah, right. uh-huh. Definitive right. proof uh-huh. of the non hip hop of Eminem. I was going to make a joke about which ones are your favorites: the green, the red. Now, is <laughs> is rap not a form of hip hop? I really don't know the terminology. Debatable. Yeah, yeah. You I mean, can, I, I, you can I be hip hop and rap. It definitely came from right, hip hop. Oh, I don't know about that because did it? Because I started listening to rap long before I ever heard the words hip hop. I was listening to Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Yeah, now back you're in the day. Now you're that that was I loved that that kind of rap. I loved, and the reason I I loved it is because it was they talked about the about violence. They didn't. Uh, they didn't whitewash things, but they didn't glorify violence. It was like the Spence violence bounce. was bad, yeah. and it was portrayed as bad. And and yeah. the drugs. I mean, one of their one of their greatest songs was "White Lines." Uh, was, don't don't do Mel, it, baby. Mel de Mel. Uh, yeah, and Mel, Grandmaster Flash. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, I, I, I want to do a metal cover of that so snow. badly. I should figure that out. I've been saying that for years. But that song is both pro and anti-drugs at the same time. Hmm. It, it kind of is. It really yeah. is. Like, if you listen to the lyrics, like, Based. at one point, he's like, don't do it. And then he's like, give me more or whatever, right? You know, he's talking about right. the, the act of doing it. So it's like, are you for the drugs? <laughs> well, it seems to me like type? he's portraying the experience, <laughs> but I think the editorial voice is the don't, don't do it. But, but at the same time, you have 
this this kind of character who's voiced by the same person who is doing it and is descending right, into it's like twice the as sweet insanity. Sugar, twice as nice as salt, right? And, and if you get I... hooked, baby, and nobody, nobody else's else fault, so don't do it. <laughs> and that's kind of my experience with crack. There was something I, uh, kind of amazing about pot being off limits and harmless. What? Like it was the one rule that you really should break at some point. Yep. You should break the rule of pot. You cannot make weed illegal. That's pot bullshit. was illegal. Oh, of course. Like, I mean, oh my God. Really like, illegal. Even though it's like decriminalized here in New Hampshire, and it was completely legal in Washington State when I lived there, um, I still sort of never really stopped looking over my shoulder before, yeah. you know. Like, and I was like, mm, I, I always thought that was one shoulder. of the reasons that it had uh, done so well is that it made people paranoid enough that they didn't get caught. Yeah. But yeah, the fact right. that this was something but the that other was thing is it wasn't paranoia because they were really out to get you. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's like it wasn't paranoia weed proper. makes you paranoid. No, weed makes them out to get you. Hey, Jamie, that's why you thank get you paranoid for calling in. Uh, we're going to go take a little right. bit of a break, and then we're going to come back. So we appreciate you. Indeed. Uh, it's always nice to have a pretty girl call in. Do I, I don't know if she was pretty, but she sounded pretty. Oh, we better. We better stop this before it even starts. Snip it in the bud. I do love... I'm just going to stop it there for a second. Let's get rid of the... What is it? It's the beginning of the next video from Bliss and Iso, apparently. Is that how you say that? Oh, okay. Bliss and Iso, yeah. When you said it earlier, it sounded more like one word. Bliss and Iso. Oh. And then now it's like Bliss N, just the letter N, just lowercase, and then capital E-S-O, three separate things. Bliss N Iso. Yeah. So, but uh, something you don't see every day—an old school drive-in theater out in like the desert of wherever the hell this was filmed at. Probably Australia. They're they're an Australian act. Oh, are they? And yeah, Yeah, and they still exist. Um, but yeah, "Addicted" is one of my favorite songs. I love that uh, that song. And they do another one called "You Are Somebody," that is just. It's uh, the video is like in the style of the Matrix, and it's these FBI guys, clearly FBI guys, just chasing this kid down because he's different, you know. Clearly FBI and, guys. Uh, and uh, I'll I'll leave the rest of that to the to the imagination. The only I thing I can think eat. of right now is that meme about uh, Terminator Two, where. Uh, where a kid lies to a cop and saves the world. Yeah, what did he say? So, uh, Terminator 2, you've got the like liquid metal Terminator going after yeah. uh, John Connor and uh, Sarah Connor and Terminator 1. Yeah. Uh, and he asks this like bully who he'd you know been in a conflict with earlier, have you seen this kid? And, you know, it's a guy who's a rival obviously at the very least and Uh, even then no he just straight up lies to the cop yeah nah i've never seen that well it doesn't say that but so eh. haven't seen it it saves the world i can i can see that by casually lying uh, to a cop i was in a uh a bar this was my first Mm, year in keen i was in this bar and there was this guy who just hated free staters and uh and a friend of mine that I'm that I'm with studies uh, jujitsu, and he's going to go outside and fight the guy. Is that the Jewish martial art? 
you'd think so, but no, it's Brazilian. Um, oh, like the waxing. Uh huh. Brazilian, like the waxing. Like the waxing. Okay. And it's well, a great to way to wax cliche, somebody. But it's Brazilian jiu jitsu is what Joe Rogan studies, I believe. Um, Dude, I saw an episode of News Radio recently, and it's got Joe Rogan in it. You remember that old TV show, News Radio? Fuck yeah. Phil Hartman. One of my favorite. uh, Andy Dick is in it, and fucking Joe goddamn Rogan's in that motherfucker. Really? Was he a regular or was he just a Yeah, no, he was a regular. And, like, he's super young and shit, too, man. Yeah, you're like, Uh, people. I gotta say, Hartman was one of the only celebrity deaths that actually hit me. Who? Well, uh, Uh, when Phil Hartman died, it actually hurt. I didn't know he died. I remember when the it's oh it's it's one of the only celebrity deaths that actually hit me, and the biggest part of it was because I'd gotten to know him on news radio. Yeah, uh, biggest one well, my for favorite, me was Jerry. Garcia. My favorite moment with Joe Rogan on that was when they were in the future, and he says, and so he's <laughs> been cryogenically frozen and woken up throughout the centuries to fix things, and. Everything is just a bunch of wires connected to a bunch of wires. So what's the problem? There are no wires. (laughs) Everything's wireless. Wow. Uh, Hang on just a minute, guys. Do we have unscreened caller uh, number two? No, actually, it's uh, screened caller number one. Jamie, are you still there? Hey, yes, sir. All right, we're going to bring you back on, but but i got to put you back on hold for a minute. Stand by. Hold on. Stay right. right there. She was lurking out there, and we didn't even no, like, see her. I came back in, and I was like, oh, we have another caller. And then I screamed it, and I'm like, Free Talk Live, what's your name? She goes, Jamie. And I'm like, oh, are you still here? She's like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, do you want to still be on the me. show? She's like, Excuse yeah. me, Beard Talk Live. Oh, I did. Yeah. Or Freer Talk Live. No, I think I said yeah. Beard Talk Live. I just okay. didn't say it when I was telling the story. When I took the call, I said it. But when I was regurgitating the story, I said the wrong one. Yeah. Harumph. <sighs> Harumph. Do you know that works both ways? Harumph is one of those few words Rumpha? that explicitly works as both an agreement or, if you use it the other way, as a disagreement. Yeah. That's a, How about huzzah? Is that an emotional Huzzah is always positive. Okay. It's, a, it's an it administrative palindrome. And it comes from the same palindrome. place as hurrah. Okay. By most etymologies. Yeah. See, that was, that was my reaction when, they, uh, when the uh, electoral board decided that the, uh, that the secessionists could run again. Skibidiwa? Oh, they, this woman um, tried to get all of the state reps who voted in favor of the bill authorizing a vote on secession uh, removed from the ballot for basically treason. And the, uh, the uh, electoral, the, the, uh, the election commission, I guess, is what they're called. Met. And what on earth and, does that have to do with huzzah? Well, that's what I said when when we won. Oh, we won? We won that hearing, yeah. All those guys are going to be on the ballot. You Phew. know? And, and yeah, I would have been, I would have been upset if we, had left, if we had lost 12 reps through a... Uh, uh, through, through a I just uh, assumed this would take forever to figure out. Yeah. Well, basically, they said I mean, it's, we it's don't law have and the, government. Those things we take don't forever. have the authority to do this, and so uh, and huzzah for them. Basically, the elect the board of electors, I think they're called, or the the uh, keepers of the lists, or 
whatever. Uh, basically, they said, we don't have the authority to do this. And so that was, you know, those wow. are words that you don't hear out of politicians outside Ever. of New Hampshire, you know, um, and, and he's not one of us. And, and they were careful to say, you know, in some cases, well, we don't agree with the idea of secession. But, you know, that's okay. You don't have to agree with something to let people vote on it. No dark sarcasms in the classroom. Teach you leave them kids alone. So that backfired. Yes, it did. And her name was Karen. <sighs> oh, so worse. the Karen complaint, not only did it not do what it was supposed to do, like, not only did you fail to... Make ineligible for future office all of the people who had participated in the insurrection. And that's literally what she called it. Like, they'll use that word for anything now. Uh, Well, you know. Milling around taking selfies, it's an insurrection. Well, bourgeois is Uh, passe. Yeah. So insurrection is, is chic. Uh, Well, I, I guess whatever kind of condom you like. Um, the, uh, words the, come in and out of fashion, you know? Yeah. Because I think the whole thing's a Trojan. I, I think horse. The, I, I just want to um, say that we recently came really close to government being able to do whatever the fuck they want to people. And I say that because they convinced almost yes, the entire did. fucking globe to inject themselves with something they said was a hundred percent safe and effective. Yep. They got almost the entire fucking globe to stab themselves That's in the arm with fair. Christ knows what. No, they did not get almost the entire globe. They did get most of the globe, but they did not they get almost the entire globe. They barely got any of Africa. Okay, oh, the Africans they were way got smarter than we were. They okay. got take that none white of us. supremacists. Um, you know. <laughs> but the thing about Africa is in Africa I do wonder about they that have, one, actually. Well, let me tell you about that. In Africa they have I don't know. I know why Africans didn't parasitic like- infections okay yeah. that they get from the water one of them is called river blindness and a pro and as a prophylactic for river blindness guess what you take i don't know ivermectin so they have people walking around on ivermectin every single day, and it's a big part of the population. And I huh. think that's why COVID never really <laughs> got a foothold in Africa is that's because hilarious. they were all on Afir- uh, on, but I'm just on saying like, ivermectin. I'm just saying like the other thing is hydrochloroquine. Where do you find malaria? You find yeah. malaria yeah. in hot places. Right. Yeah. The way that Africa broke evolution. Malaria. It is just perfectly situated so that you can either have a debilitating disease or no immunity to the local attack. But I want to ponder on the point for a minute that uh, the government, and I don't even care where the hell you're at, what country you're in. the government. The government uh, basically demonstrated what kind of absolute control they have over Earth's population just by the sheer number of people they convinced to get the stab. 
Yep. And and how brutally they're willing to enforce their will on others. Because, like, you know, seeing the Australian police beating the shit out of Australians, yeah. Yeah. that was not something that I expect to see. Australia right. has always struck me as a relatively civilized society. Well, be. they recently took everybody's guns. Oh, well, that makes a big and difference. I, you know, that within is, the past, you know, whatever long. But, like, they're big yeah. gun control states. Oh, yeah. So, That's actually, it was what happened to Australia. Australia that caused me to buy a lifetime membership in the NRA, yeah. even though I'm not a fan of the NRA um, on several different. Oh, they gave it a but second rate solution. It, imagine this: yeah. you guys. Are I f- like GOA better, and I had a I had a membership there too. You guys yeah, are both controlled familiar. opposition is what the NRA is. Are you guys both familiar yeah. with the television show Black Mirror? Yeah, yeah. Okay, where now, they had the prime minister now, fuck the pig. Imagine that episode was episode one, one which is uh, weird. Now. Imagine, imagine for a minute yeah, if they where wrote. Where do you go when you start there? Imagine for a minute if they Facebook. wrote the following episode. Um, all of the governments got together and worked with each other and put out a large uh, disinformation campaign of their own uh, and convinced three quarters of the population of planet Earth to inject themselves with a thing, and then that's sort of the Black Mirror episode. Well, the well, we thing just is, lived it. Like it he didn't have to write it. It was too long to do as a Black Mirror episode, so they did it as a standalone feature called V for Vendetta. Well, the thing about have you kinds seen of fiction, V for Vendetta? It's one of my favorite fucking movies in the world. Is, dude. You can it tell is, the truth without getting caught. It is the pandemic. Caught. It is the pandemic. The the politicians got rich by owning the vaccine that supposedly cured the disease they created. You know, the and it it it. I, there's no way. Hold on. That that disease just Nobody? happened to develop eight miles Rich. from the Wuhan camp viral. Shut the fuck up a minute. Thank um, you. The uh, no, keep asking his name ask. repeatedly. Yeah, but <laughs> but there's no way that it happened in the shadow of China's only bioweapons plan without coming from. China's only bioweapons plant. There, Thank you, John it Stewart. It doesn't work. All right, all right, hang on. John hang on. Stewart admitted that? We gotta, oh, yeah. We got to bring oh, Jamie wow. back. Oh, up. We got to bring hey. Jamie back because I forgot she was there again. I'm sorry, Oh, Jamie. good God. Sorry, <laughs> Jamie. I'm sorry. I'm kind of patient. <laughs> all right. Well, you've been hearing us blather on about bullshit. What do you think? Uh, it's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you agree or disagree with any of the things we said? Do you remember anything we said? Because, I, frankly, I kind of don't. Eh, about the war. I disagree about the war. What war? Any wars. Who do you disagree with? Is I don't need no silver war or any wars. Uh, sw- swivel oh, war. God knows. <laughs> no, when we say... Oh, that's uh, an oscillating war. <laughs> when, when, when we say we're, se- we're secessionists, that doesn't mean we're... We're looking for war. Quite the opposite. We're just looking to be left alone. But exactly, that's like me. Yeah, but right? but the but the problem is that you know people people think that secession has to mean civil war, and it, does it doesn't. It can just mean national right. divorce. Yeah, it can just sort of happen. I'm just you using know. that lyric to that song. I don't need no civil war by Guns and Roses. Yeah. Uh, any kind of war, not just civil war, what's, wars, period. What's the end yeah. of that song? What's so civil about war, anyway? Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. That, 
the the number one characteristic of libertarians is we're anti-war because war is the ultimate government project and i hate it to produces have to... the only thing they produce well and reliably which is corpses yeah i hate to put the adjective in front of it it shouldn't be necessary but consistently anti-war right every now and again like a bunch of republicans or a bunch of democrats will be like you know what we don't like war and and you're like we don't oh. like this particular war right. usually or we only right. like the war when our president's in power, not when the other party's president's in power. Right. That kind of a thing. They, they play these teams when it's not even necessary because they're just the same goons, just a different different face, man. It's just paint. Well, I mean, and, right. and I think those two parties are, are run by the same people for, for the same purpose, which is their job is to divide and conquer. Subjugate it's wrestling. us to their will. It's professional wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Jamie, do you like uh, professional wrestling? Yeah, it's okay. I'm not much of a sports fanatic. <laughs> you know, I feel exactly that way about it. But as like a cultural phenomenon, it is amazing. As a amazing. cultural phenomenon, wrestling is less a sport than it is a, it's a, a show, soap man. opera no. for men. Yeah, it's a show. Um, you know, it's a very produced show. Yeah, well yeah, rehearsed. It's a very and produced kind of thing. Yeah. show. There's no like in actual sporting events when when the athlete you know loses his shit. It's usually unscripted. I think. Yeah. And if you're gonna have a sport, you got to have a your team. So like professional wrestling mimics sport, yep. and it puts like a uh, play. But they on have top good guys and bad guys who are supposed exactly. to be explicitly good and bad. Yeah. Exactly, and they and they're all these. It, it's so really interesting. Like it's a like a morality play with with you know different entities represented by stereotypes. It's not like a fixed match of boxing. It is a fixed match of boxing. So politics is WWF state. masquerading as backyard wrestling. Wait, what did you say, Jamie? You heard what? I heard that it's all staged. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah. And so is politics. Yes. It's mm-hmm. a puppet puppet show carried out for a sonambulant public yeah during the professional wrestling matches they uh they will have a good guy and a bad guy throughout whatever the day is or whatever the thing is the pay-per-view thing that you're watching or that kind of a thing and then like behind the scenes though when everything's torn down and the day is over they're all friends and buddies with each other they go to dinner together and you see that's where i differ with peak with peakless is peakless uh I, and and forgive me if I'm if I'm wrong and let me know. But you you seem to think that that Trump was separate from the game that he wasn't supposed to get in. I have been explicit in. about this. He get was not in the VIP section of the club. He's in the club. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. Uh, Same club they hit you over the head with, and he's in the club. But he cut the line to the VIP section. Okay. That's that's literally the whole thing with Trump. Okay, see, he cut I, the line to the VIP section. You were supposed to prove that we could blackmail you before you became president. And he's like, "What? Wow. You underestimated me. Not my fault." Yeah. Which is exactly what see, happened. They what, thought he'd be the easiest to beat. See, I think that it, they didn't think I everyone think would vote he, for I clown. think that he was in the script. I think hmm. that he was in the script, and I think that he had a very specific purpose. And I don't know if he knew he was in the script or not, because 
a lot of their chess games involve players that don't know they're being played. Useful idiots. Um, but but the thing is, I think his job was to make people hate Republicans enough that they would be willing, and specifically Democrats, make them hate Republicans enough that they would be willing to look the other way when you carry out a political purge of of the Republicans. And that seems to be going uh, the way things are going from Biden's hate speech uh, I'll put it this way. Night. They were prepared for someone to be rude. That was always part of the plan. And yes, they had a complete uh, uh, script worked out for the rude contender. It's an inevitability. Mm-hmm. That it was Trump, they didn't see coming. Oh, wow. Now... Mm. Like I said, he wasn't in line for the VIP section. He hadn't done all the gestures and made all the right friends to be in politics. He wasn't a power addict. He was a fame addict. Yes. Now, they they don't let people they can't control at all into the club. He was an addict, and they knew what he was addicted to. Like, the man's never had a drop of alcohol, not in his whole life. But what he loves is the fact that he is, at this point, bigger than Jesus. Okay, if you put a profile of anyone... Jesus fucking Christ. I mean... I got posted... He is the most recognizable uh, figure on Earth. Trump? Yes. I got kicked off of Facebook for posting an image of Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) It was... uh, yeah, there's, there's a band called Jesus Fucking Christ, and the the album cover that they have oh, it's really? it's a, a Jesus who's bent over with another Jesus standing up behind him fucking him. Yeah, so that's oh that's what this God. image was. Okay, it was yeah. it was the embodiment of Jesus Fucking Christ. That that's a, a band that actually you know existed, and they were called Jesus Fucking Christ. I guess all of our Christian viewers are gone now. I know they hear that, and I was raised at Pentecostal uh, Baptist. <laughs> yeah, but you're an adult now, and you can listen to this kind of stuff. I'm an adult now. Well, hang on. So you say you were raised uh, a what, Baptist? Yep. A what? A Pentacle yeah. Baptist? Pentecostal? Well, she's oh, in Alabama, so a Southern Baptist. It it just, just by that geography. Depends. Yeah. That depends. Oh, so, well, hold on, hold on. So my, my question she's is this. To, she's trying like, to answer you guys. Like, so you say you were raised that way, right? Yeah, I was raised up as a Baptist. So, I mean, what do you think now? I mean, like, uh, I've seen mainstream Christianity go down the tubes and atheism skyrocket. I mean, uh, you say you were raised that way. Like, what's what's your view on Christianity on where it's at right now? Like, in the uh, country? It, like everything else, it just went to hell. Huh. What... Just, just hell, not like. I was just thinking. Degree of hell. Oh, it just went to hell. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it definitely like, got it, worse. That's for sure. Yeah. Man, like fuck I'll them. Be- <laughs> fuck who? Seriously, yeah, fuck who? The Christians. The state told the you Christians. not to go to but church, and you stopped. Well, fuck you. Not all Christians, <laughs> but the most. only thing that didn't. I can rely on you for. Was to, we're not going to do what's appropriate socially to the modern world. Exactly. 
That was the I only thing I could rely on you for. Play, so. There were a lot of them that kept going to church. To the most modern world, the new normal. There were the a lot of them that kept doing normal. their thing. There, there really? are. I was Christian, but I spiritually walked away, so. Yeah. Because that seems to me like a vast majority. See, the issue, I think, with with Christianity is it's just, it's not well flushed, fleshed out. So it's like you can use it to justify being just this wonderful, sweet person, or you can use it to justify being a monster. And it's not clear from the text which you should do. Um, or at least it's not clear to everybody, because some people seem to seem to get that wrong. And, yeah. you know, it, it seems to me like the whole love your neighbor I'd is supposed it. to... Is, is supposed to... Wait, hang on. Yeah. I want to ask Jamie something. Can you hear that, Jamie? Yep. What what does it sound like? I uh I just went and I put in uh, Baptist Choir Amazing and it, it brought this up. It's what the only thing that I have ever loved about any kind of church at all was the Southern Baptist choirs, man. It, all the harmonies yeah, man. and everything's all like super joyful beautiful. and cheery and like yeah. And they're feeling it, you know what I mean? They, ah, oh man, I just, yeah, sorry. I, well, yeah. and, and they that's, actually sound and, happy and, when they're saying yeah. happy. And 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 that's the thing. The 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 the. I'm a sucker for a good Baptist choir. The, that's all I'm saying. The the yeah. common denominator of of religion, the thing that seems to be the same across them, um, is the in Siddhi Yoga they say Om Namah Shivaya. Uh, which is God is love, you know, and that, that seems to be, you know, like the feeling that they're experiencing that makes that music possible is love. I'd probably like Christians a lot better if they just went ahead and worshiped love. Well, and, and, and that's, that's the thing. They, in anthropomorphic personification, like, like a wooden clapper, the right. phrase "God is love" becomes like to empty. Turn the lights on and off. Well, that's the whole point of Taoism: is to become clapper. an empty vessel. Well, <laughs> you say you wish they worshipped love. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and they say God is love, and God's the word that they use for the thing they worship. No, I just but think, what the hell? I think if they just replaced the word God with the word love and started yeah. acting upon it, well, like life would be a lot better. The Amen. problem to me Amen. is the Old Testament. The Old Testament has a lot of really nasty stuff in it. Eye that, for an eye. That you know, I, I, I if if if. If I have to choose part of the Bible, I'm going to go New Testament every time. And it's the Old Testament that has like Leviticus, that has the hatred for gay people. That's not even in the New New Testament. The oh, Bible Lord. the Bible puts gay people in the same category as people who eat lobster. And it's got a you bunch know, of contradictions in it. It it does. So um, what do you do when your base material has contradictions? Uh, well, you discard it and go with the newer v- version. Well, no, that's dumb. So, well, I heard in the beginning. You believe in evolution? One man and one woman. Huh? Well, I heard in the 
think that God made Adam and Eve. Well, and that may well be exactly what he needed, but because he needed reproduction, right? It it wouldn't have done yeah. him any good. But the thing is, what happens when the earth gets overcrowded? Maybe a natural evolutionary reaction will be for nature to produce more gay people, and maybe that's natural and healthy and what the universe wait, wait, needs. Wait. If the story of Adam and Eve is why I like ribs, does that make me a cannibal? I eat cannibals. You've got that backwards. <laughs> okay, how should I have it? If you're a cannibal, then that's why you love that story. <laughs> well, <laughs> or if you are what you eat. Me personally, I have nothing against gays, queers, lesbians, bisexuals, trainees, or none of that. Okay, you know? I would no. like to talk about the word queer. Uh, why? Why? So this thing's getting ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, why? LGBTQAI plus. Okay. How about just queer? with a like, room temperature. Queer? What kind of queer? Well, gender, sex, How queer. about just human? How well, about everybody being no. human? That is. That There's is, a reason okay, for it. We've been talking religion, so I got po- to pimp mine. You know, I'm a punk. Monks are queer. Okay. Well, maybe they are. <laughs> But but monks are queer, what, man. What we encourage people to do is to resign from their race, resign from their gender, resign from their sexual orientation, and just be human. Join the human race. Just be another human and be used to the idea yeah. that there are all kinds of and humans in the world and they're all beautiful in their own way, even though some of them are super fucking weird. And most cultures agree with the basis of what we call the non-aggression principle, and that is uh, only with permission, right? Like consent, consent is key to humanity. And if humans just agree that that's how humans should behave, then all of a sudden everything improves. What does ectogamet mean? I, I, uh, I don't never know. without I'm, my permission. I'm not. I, oh, wasn't that in Ghostbusters? No, oh, Fifth Element. Oh. Huh. Multipass. What was it? Uh, what was the, the word? What is ectogamat? Ectogamat! Ectogamat! Not without my permission. Never without my permission. Yeah. Huh. Who says that? The fifth element? The uh, the girl? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh, okay. As played by Mila Jovovich. Oh, okay. She's yeah. 100% crush worthy for the record. Oh yeah, still even. Oh yeah, she's uh, she's a hottie. I saw her being interviewed about the Fifth Element actually, and there was uh, a lot of good thought went into that movie. I love Amazing that movie. movie. It, it's a great movie. It really yeah. is. You they know found what a else way to was great the... that a lot of people didn't see? Have you guys seen Pleasantville? Yeah. <laughs> oh so God, good. that was brilliant. Jamie, have you seen Ple- Pleasantville? No, sir. Oh, oh highly recommended. Okay. No spoilers, uh, man. Yeah, no spoilers. And there's like nothing you can say about that that isn't a spoiler. So Fifth Element, on the other hand. Yeah. Okay. We well, already see Pleasantville if one. you get the chance. Hey, Torrent uh, wait, that shit. I just have to take a minute because it's the uncensored show and say shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Tits. Wow. You make I didn't continue? know that maybe Joe Dirt though. Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. Uh, I don't think yeah. I saw yeah, Joe Dirt. Are you kidding one. me? I think I skipped oh, it. Oh, really? <sighs> Kevin Spade, man. Yeah, okay, you saw uh, 
you saw news radio. Uh, did you yeah. see Just Shoot Me? Yeah, yeah. I know David Spade. Is. Okay. Yeah. 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 So David Spade uh, was the perfect white trash but, hero. No, that that's not the guy. Also, from I that literally show know a guy who has the, like the beard condition that he has, and I have to mention this because this is Beard Talk Live. Well, I, I do know a guy that has that same beard condition where it just literally doesn't grow in that way. So he's wow. just got white trash genetics white trash like. built into who was, him. Who was the stand-up huh. comedian uh, recurring character on Just Shoot Me? Uh, I know who it is. Uh, he's uh, into heavy metal uh, as his preferred listening music. Uh, he appeared, he actually wrote a song and had Scott Ian play the guitar on it from Anthrax called uh, Metal by Numbers. And it's making fun of like generic metal that like follows a very distinct pattern. Uh, okay. And it goes metal by numbers one two three. Follow these rules and you'll see. Uh, oh lord! Uh, mm, something something sounds like a Wookie. Metal by numbers. Cookie cookie cookie. Right? He does the death metal sort of growl <laughs> in there. Uh, his, his name is Brian Posehn. He was a recurring character on that Just Shoot Me show, and that was early in his stand-up comedy. Was career. he the really tall, pale, huh, sort of? And Deeply beard. awkward blonde guy. Super awkward dude. Oh, even kind of had a nerdy most voice. Amazing comedian. Yeah, yeah. No, Brian Posehn is an amazing. I comedian. can never remember his name, but Brian he's Posehn. hilarious. His name is Brian Posehn. P O S E H N. He should be on your. You, you should yeah, go watch his entire he's catalog. <laughs> he's, he's fucking hilarious, man. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. There, there are only two. Uh, that I'm aware of, uh, stand-up comedians that have had some success over the course of my life of watching stand-up comedy, and uh, that is Jim Brewer uh, and Brian Posehn. They are both uh, ardent listeners and fans of the heavy metal variety of music. So, hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Who are we Sorry, my favorite about? comedians is the Blue Collar Boys. Oh. I don't know who those are. Tell them. Really? Come on, Bill Ingvall, Larry the Cable Guy, Gilderdun. Oh, Blue Collar Comedy Tour, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Well, here's yeah, our sign. Gene Foxworthy, he, is he, he part of that? Yep, 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 Foxworthy is funny. Uh, Ron, uh, what, what's his name, Ron? Mm, White. Ron White, thank Ron you. Ron yeah. White. Uh, to me, he's the... Salad. Yeah, to me, he's. I'll the, drink to you, Ron White, because I'm sure at any given time you are definitely drinking. He's the older, classier version of uh, it's the guy in the Trailer Park Boys. Always has the cocktail in his hand. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, That's like the name? one joke that Jeff Fox really did. Uh, uh, one of them redneck jokes. Oh, you might be if a redneck. You your and you find a car, you might be a redneck. <laughs> Yeah, if, uh, if you've got a, a got a newer working TV sitting on top of an older non-working <laughs> TV, you might be a redneck. Um, <laughs> if you invite a bunch of your friends over to your house to take help take the wheels off, you just yeah. might be a redneck. If you've ever might been be accused of lying through your tooth, you might be you a might redneck. Be a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> It's like when it's, uh, if the cops ask you for your ID, you show them your belt buckle. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, wow. yeah. 
No, if the cops ask me for ID, I just ask them if I'm being detained. <laughs> Am I being detained? Am I free to go? You might be a libertarian if someone knocks on the bathroom door and you say, come back with a warrant. <laughs> if you've been accused of being a communist and a Nazi in the same day, you might, you might be, be a libertarian. libertarian. <laughs> What's a libertarian? A libertarian is somebody who It's like a vegetarian, but more that, free. That the only acceptable use of, uh, of physical violence is to defend yourself against physical violence. Ew, that is kind of confusing. Um, non-aggression. So the non-aggression principle. That says it's okay to don't defend yourself. Don't hurt people and don't take their stuff. Yeah, yeah that. Yeah, don't, don't aggress yeah, on right. people. It's called non-aggression principle. Or yeah. I think it was Chris Rock put it, uh, don't start nothing, won't, won't be, be nothing. nothing. <laughs> yeah. uh, fuck around, find out. Yes. Yeah. Right, for, for lack of a better. I love the, the Clippy. Uh, do you remember Clippy, the paperclip from Microsoft products do, yeah. who would give you advice? Yeah, I found guy. a Clippy meme where he's saying, it looks like you're trying to fuck around. Would you like <laughs> to find fun. out? <laughs> nice. That's awesome. So, I don't know so much because you're talking to a junkie baby. A junkie oh, baby. That. Yeah, but you're still a human being, right? What kind of junk? Uh, yeah. All right. My mom was shooting it when I was inside over. Heroin? Oh, wow. Yeah. Has that been passed down to you or have you avoided that? I avoid that because I got a fear of needles. Oh, good. Good good deal. Me too. I don't do no other drugs except for pot. <laughs> yeah. For the record, people are way too used to needles. I agree. Mm. So yeah. in nature, the only thing that's trying to put something inside you, like pass your skin and put stuff there, is trying to feed off of you or kill you. Uh, well, oh, or mate with you. Or that. Yep. There yes. you go. There is that one exception. Yeah. Which they better buy a dinner first. I think it's yeah. wise. At least, or groggy, At least you. check with you and make sure it's At okay. At least with you. give me yeah. the respect of grooming me first, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah, really. Take me out to dinner first, Al Gore, before you fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I gotta but say, the IRS never does that. The parallels between the injection and rape are just too much. No, they're spot on. Oh, really? Are you kidding me? Needle rape was the, one of the best phrases to come out of the pandemic. Are, oh, the government is trying to needle rape you. No. Jamie, did you get the shot? Nope. The nurse asked me, and she said it was for free. The nurse at the hospital down here in Huntsville. Mm-hmm. I tell her, no, thank you. Nice. Fucking A. And I never had them COVID. Yeah. I think I had it once. I had a bad cold during the pandemic phase, but I, I certainly never needed to seek medical attention. I was just tired for a week, and then I got better. You uh, know? I, but, I had it, but... But it seems like the people who, like, the more vaccinated you are, the more often you get this shit. Oh, damn. You know, it's like it does seem. Uh, right. You know, Joe Biden's had it like three times now. Yeah, and he yeah, had and he it. Got like, the COVID. I was supposed to say that he got vaccinated two or three times, and he got the shit. Yeah, well, he got the disease two or three times. Like he got it, he got over it, and a week later, he had it again. You know, yeah, I, she got COVID. Do we really need work. to know more? 
And Fauci got mm. COVID twice in two weeks also. It seems and like... And wouldn't you know it, the shot that he took after he got COVID is uh, associated with getting COVID again. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know like, is he buying his own... Sorry, what, what, what's funny? Sorry. No. You know what's funny? I heard that all started from China when somebody ate a bat or something. That's... Like, you know, that's one of no, it wasn't well, Ozzy Osbourne. That's that's one theory. Yeah, really but I personally think <laughs> that it that it was Huge developed. <laughs> I think it was developed in a lab. Yeah. Oh my bad. Okay, when we write this down, we are definitely putting that it was Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne, patient zero. We can do it in a lab, but it's got to be Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> <laughs> no. It Ozzy, just man. makes better script. Maybe Ozzy oh, Osbourne Ozzy did. Osbourne fan. Don't dish on the Prince of Darkness. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, he back surgery. He's still on stage. I know. I know. Well, yeah. you know how telling me he not just to went do back a thing to works, England. right? Right. You, you're aware of his travel itinerary? <laughs> well, he was living in America for a long time, and I guess he moved back to England, England because he... Uh, he was upset. Is that where his home is? Uh, well, no. He was yeah. upset about. He's apparently he's lived in America for years, yeah. and he was upset about shootings, and so he moved back to London. Uh, I'm going back to England where there's yeah, no guns. Yeah, where he's there's nothing but London. stabbings. His little kid growing up. Both his parents had two different jobs. They live in a small house. Ozzy. Yeah. Well, all his kids are grown, Real man. Like, no, he's saying when I or she's saying when Ozzy grew up. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah where Oz grew up. Yeah. And look at him now. Well, you know. Hmm. Yeah. I've seen him live. Uh, I don't even know how many times, both uh, just as Ozzy as well as with Black Sabbath. Wow. But it was the Sabbath oh, reunion, not like I'm not that old, right? Like, right. And you know, I didn't see him first go around. Yeah, that's how that's how they started out back when he was younger, you know, like in his twenties, I yeah. think. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, he kicked ass from then till now. Hmm. He certainly put out a boatload of music. I mean, he he oh, hasn't he sure stopped, did. and I that just the amount of output that Ozzy Osbourne has you know made available to fans of music, uh, I think is great. Uh, I wish more people that were is. able to do that kind of a thing and sort of not run out of shit. Right? Sometimes you. Artists they they kind of run out of shit, and then you know mm-hmm. their their later albums are like okay, but no really shit, like yeah. Right. But I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like Ozzy has been consistently able to reinvent himself over the years, many many times over. Well, the hardest part about it is they lose touch. Like once you've oh well, now I'm a rock star. Okay, so you're not a person anymore. Like you have no experience of normal life anymore at that point. So I mean, you can. His songs come from the heart. He was straight up with his lyrics. And that man did a lot of drugs. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> that guy did a lot of drugs. And that's the thing about having all of your lyrics be fueled primarily by drugs and madness is you can yeah. keep that up as a rock star. Yeah, he yeah. trashed hotel rooms. He had parties way before he met his wife Sharon. He had hotel parties. He he did. I think, like, What's amazing is that okay. him and Keith Richards ended up being the cockroaches that couldn't get killed. Yeah. At yeah. this point, we're all wondering what kind of planet we're going to leave for Keith Richards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he will outlive us all because 
he's done everything you can do to your body, and, and he's survived. But hey, do all rock stars do drugs? I mean, come on now. I, I, don't, I don't feel like it's a prerequisite. You know, I don't feel like you have to be. And the conversation comes full circle. And there are those who don't. You know, uh, I, I, I do, however, Ted think here's the thing. Is, getting uh, into an altered state in order to get inspiration can be exceedingly valuable. I do think it's For example, every religion. I think it certainly mm. speeds up the process uh, if you if you do a bunch of drugs. If you want to be successful in music, if you do a bunch of drugs, it generally speeds mm. up the process. Yeah, it's not necessary, and it depends on who you but are. Ted, not, Ted Nugent has always been straight edge. There's but a the, few. The others. thing is, and, and this is something that we could dwell on if you want to. It's that whenever there is some sort of a trauma, particularly in the youth, right? We're talking kids. Uh, that comes out the other end as talent in some way, shape, or form. So generally, abused children are more talented than their unabused counterparts just because that trauma has to come out somewhere. More of them are artists. More traumatized children uh, have a higher art you know, competency than the, unab- the unabused, really. And so... You ever see a show called Burn wow. Notice? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's a moment in that show that is just perfect. So uh, it's all about this ex-spy guy, right? And so his mentor gets asked, uh, because he's got this brother, and the brother's like a total fuck-up. Like, just cannot get his entire shit together. But he is this unbelievable super spy that is legendary and like, no, that was clearly a team of people. It's the guy from Army of Darkness. And Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, thank you. But he plays an older spy. He doesn't play the main spy. Right, so what's, but what's the point? main spy, like, so uh, his he he his mentor gets asked, "What the hell happened between these two boys?" He goes, "Well, there's a beer bottle. It falls on the floor. Mm-hmm. Some of them they crumble to nothing. Some of them become a weapon." Oh, shit. Hmm. That's heavy, bro. That's the difference. Yeah, really? Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. So, like, sometimes the drugs just comes naturally to these musicians. Yeah, really. I mean, <laughs> because they, they, they're already seeking that out because, like, uh, broken people self-medicate. It's just how it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. And since we don't have a medical right. system that's worth a shit, we got to figure out how to do drugs ourselves. I'm sorry, yeah. Jamie, go ahead. I said, Slash, he was on drugs. He was, that's how come he was so skinny back then. Yeah. Well, and think of all the, all the musicians that died for, you know, the drugs that they were doing, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know. Jim I don't, Morrison. Uh, Kurt Cobain. Right? Yep, Kurt Cobain. Um, Actually, Kurt Cobain blew his fucking brains out. Sure, but he did a lot of drugs. Oh, right. <laughs> Lane yeah. Staley, right? Alice in Chains. The, the guy from Soundgarden, lead singer. Right, he went out doing fucking heroin. Were they all twenty-six? Were they all twenty-six? Like the older ones? Twenty-seven mm, is no. the is the one that they say. Like 20. Janis Joplin. Yeah, Chris Cornell. I think. Yeah, Janis Joplin. Uh, yeah, that's the name I was looking for. Chris Cornell. I'm sure Jimmy was Hendrix. Well over thirty when when he went out. But. Uh, Janis Joplin, Kurt okay. Cobain. Because um, they have a group that they Jim call Morrison, the Twenty Seven Hundred. Yeah, yeah, the, the Twenty Seven Club. Yeah. Were, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's a rough gig being twenty seven and crazy, yeah. especially if you're rich and famous. Yeah, reason why that Kurt Cobain shot himself because uh, his wife was cheating on his ass with his brother. 
Oh, wow. I can see yeah, how that would do it. Another band. She had her own band. They met at a bar or some kind of club or something. All I can tell you is that yeah. Courtney really is a whole. Yeah. His yeah. wife was fucking like, his brother. The, the Ellen, the she is in silent. Deep. Yeah. You know, she was one of the first ones the to Ellen, actually the spill e. the silence. beans on uh, Weinstein. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like back in the day, because she was on a lot of drugs. And at one point, she spilled the beans on. Oh, can I say this? Uh, don't go up to his room. Something yeah. like that. But uh-huh. yeah, like totally spilled the beans on him. Yeah. To no effect. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. That's what you're going to tell. I bet you we got more actresses going after that. Oh, really? That's the one who, if you suck his dick, you can get a career. I'll give that a shot. Mm. Because you know that existed. He sucked. uh, What was that president's name? Uh, Clinton. Slick Willie. Yeah, Bill Clinton. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out why his... uh, why that dominated the media, like the whole thing. Well, it was to distract well, you from how is... badly they were fucking everybody in the ass without any fucking lubrication. Exactly. There was, but why that instead of any other? Because everybody narrative. loves a blowjob. Well, hmm. hell, his wife won't give it to him, so he has a secretary too. I mean, shit. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So this was at the well, beginning of the well, internet the becoming is, popular, right? Hillary, Hillary, they saw it as an opportunity, is is the thing. It's all a big game of gotcha. And the thing that made that particular blowjob a gotcha is that he said something in court that, or had something said in court that uh, this um, was one of my first moments noticing that there was this perjury. public narrative. That the news media would feed us a public narrative. This is one of the first times I saw it. Because I remember literally hearing the radio tell me that the problem wasn't that he did these things. It's that he lied about them. And then I heard the people around me echo, it wasn't that he did these things. It was that he lied about it. That was one of my first yeah, like it's easy to tell it like yeah that's that. that's the first time you saw the man behind the curtains right yeah. the Wizard of Oz reference you're like you know all of this narrative about the blowjob and the the Monica Lewinsky and all that shit like feels like there's somebody like behind the scenes going you know what we need a bunch Writing of blowjob propaganda right now so let's develop all these commercials and put them out at certain times and so that everybody's now focused on the blowjob instead of like how badly they're getting fucked by the government and how many brown people they're bombing. Right. Our and a comedian, Carlos Mencia, he was talking about it. One of his stand-up shows. Yeah. 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 I mean, say what you will about him, but he gathered the uh, best that he could gather. Oh, yeah. I thought he's one of my favorite comedians, by the way. Really? Well, he stole a lot he of acts. So, wait. I did, mean, did and men, he didn't, like, remake Yeah, it was them. actually Rogan who called him out for that. Did Mencia do dee dee Yeah. Uh, that was funny. Mm. That was. That See, was funny. he's. That was his. That was his. He owned that. If he had gone down that path, it would have been amazing. He's like. He's like. Uh, uh, some people get it wrong. And they're like. Doo, like doo, I'm talking about the one I always call himself hot and fluffy. And you're like. You're like. No, it's not, if he had fucked up his career. Then we could have had D D D through this. We have no one going D D D through this. D D. We have no one to say DTD when something is literally called retarded. Yeah. And we're yeah, not allowed really. to call it retarded. Oh, we can say retarded. Okay. Fuck. 
was talking about uh, Gabriel Iglesias. You know, hot and fluffy. Yeah, he's funny too. Yeah, he's the one I was talking about. The uh, president, he still alive? Or the one of former presidents getting a blowjob. He said, "Our president got fired for getting a fucking blowjob." He didn't really get fired. God damn it! I quit. Yeah, he, he played his role and he was done. At the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's hilarious. Well, Trump wasn't the first actor that they hired to play president either. The first one that I remember was Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He he did a bunch of like Western movies and stuff like well, I don't know about a bunch, Still but he was a, he did a bunch. Yeah. He was he, he, was, he was a professional a, actor. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they've yeah. hired him to play the part of president. Well, first they hired him to play governor of California. Okay, um, and uh, it, it very interesting thing. This but when NRA did he go to darling, Bohemian Grove with Nixon? That's what I'd like to remember. I don't know the the I, thing. The most favorable impression I have of Ronald Reagan is actually the speech he gave in 1964 in support of Barry Goldwater. And he he gave a speech called A Time for Choosing that was all about um, uh, basically communism versus freedom. Hmm. And and it was it was good. And I always thought, you know, I wish this Ronald Reagan had run for president instead of the one we got stuck with in the 80s. You know, because he uh, all I, all I remember about him is uh was the first time I heard uh, about the economic trickle down theory uh, and it was a thing they actually named it this Reaganomics. Yeah. That's right, a portmanteau. Economics uh, nobody, and Reagan. His Reaganomics. Reagan didn't name it that. that. His yeah. his opponents named it that and his opponents Whatever. But came he up named with it so-called trickle down, down theory. Who he on, did not. Who on earth can... He really? did not. I don't think he did. I don't know I that think, he named it, but I he think gave his a speech opponents, about it. Yeah. I think his opponents... Okay, I'm talk, pretty sure he at least what, used the phrase trickle down in his description of his theory. I don't think he did, I, but really? maybe. I'm under the, the impression that he actually, described, he actually described inflating the money supply by being beneficial to the public through the trickle down theory that we all understand happens when they do I the, don't the, think the wealth maneuver, right? I don't was that was this that is not case? a recession just know. because we've had a gdp well, decrease in the last two quarters doesn't mean that we're in a recession i hate it when they redefine uh, words out from under under them and you know quiet and and, and finance people will hear you, know you. What Nancy yeah. says, if finance you people them, realize what's come. happening uh, ronald reagan well, had this like whisper right. yeah who well, gives a shit Oh, who gives a shit? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> you know whose whisper was amazing? Noam Chomsky. Hmm. Why do I not like that guy? I like somebody says his name. Because, I'm like, he's eh. a because he is fifty percent hateable and fifty percent amazing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Seriously, the guy's a, a conundrum. So he's an anarchist, and he he really does believe in letting you live your life and allowing people to trade freely. He simply believes that thing. won't happen because who would ever want to be treated that that way? Oh, is he on the like? Is he like a David Graeber? Do you know Dave, David Graeber? Is? No idea. Uh, he's the guy uh, that everybody gives credit to for starting the Occupy movement. He's a self-professed anarchist. He actually got kicked out of 
uh, whatever Harvard, well, I don't know, one of the, the Haiti schools, colleges here in the States for being an anarchist for his political views. They, they blackballed wow. him. And so he had to go over to England and, and teach over there for a while, finish out his career over there. Um, but oh, he, wow. he did a, um, he wrote a book called, uh, I think it's called Debt, the First 5,000 Years or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he did a, a great talk uh, at one of the colleges about it that's on the YouTube that talks about, it's sort of the history of money, right? How money became and that, you know, he mentions, because he's also an anthropologist. So, you know, he talks a little bit about, you know, money as a culture. And like he points out some things like monkeys, right, also understand the concept of money. Like primates, right? Chimpanzees mm-hmm. and that kind of a thing. Like they will occasionally, oh, wow. like as a group, like occasionally they will use like rocks or colored pebbles or whatever. And, you know, they'll exchange them for favors or whatever. And then like when the girls find out that they, they can get these for sex, they start fucking for money, right? So they have this monetary exchange. Meat, actually. Uh-huh. So they call it the oldest profession. Yeah. And it does literally predate humanity. Meat is the most common exchange for prostitution in the primate world outside of humanity. Huh. Hmm. Wow. They, they go and to where I'll tell she you is. What, a steak goes a long down, way in our society, too. And he leaves. You know? I, uh, I've, I've, Wait, he leaves? I've taken a yes. lot of girls mm. to a lot in, of steakhouses. Leaves the meat, and off he goes. And there's nothing after a little clap clap that that still goes on today. I mean, I've taken a lot of girls to a lot of steakhouses and 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 afterwards I've taken a lot of girls and it it is <laughs> what it is. Uh, you know, meat still yep. works. You know, that's it's funny. Our tipping system is is backwards from each other. See, in our culture. You fuck, and then you leave the the uh, money on the dresser, right? Exactly. But also in our culture, she eats the meat before you get intimate. Well, I don't know how many hookers you've known, but most of them are are looking for payment up front. In my experience, so Whereas I would in theirs, say that runs away with the meat. I would to say so you that's take the, the opposite. Um, you got to take him to the steakhouse you know, first. Then? I think I think you're mistaking the the Hollywood mistaking? vision. <laughs> uh, mistaking the Hollywood version for the uh, for the reality. Um, reality is she's going to want some money up front. So you got to take her to the steakhouse first. Yes. Oh. I wonder. I'm a little. Do they different. keep? prostitution illegal just because they know we wouldn't stand for them taxing it <laughs> um, jamie said i'm a little different yes we believe you you've been hanging out with us all night <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and we haven't had a single steak for beer or for pot or some money and that's it <laughs> we, we did take a break there for a minute so yeah you know, we're all right hear me though canada I believe scram for beer or for pot or for money, and that's it. <laughs> oh, I see. What's the old saying? Ask, ass, or grass? Ask, no ass, one or rides grass. For Nobody free. rides for, for free. free. Yep. <laughs> yeah. the old, it's, it's also a current saying, I believe. It's not just an old saying. Yeah. I used to have a 1955 uh, VW Microbus with a bumper sticker that said that. <laughs> you are an well, old hippie. It's I used true. to smoke pot. I do now. <laughs> But I used to too. Yes. Yes. Very well. I don't drink anymore. But do you drink Either any way, less? Mitch <laughs> <laughs> Hedberg is always a favorite. Somebody asked me recently, like, Captain, what's your favorite beer? I'm like, the one that's open. Yeah. Yeah. 
If you can't be with the beer you love, love the one you're with. I did that with peppermint schnapps. Vodka was definitely the first time I puked from alcohol. I don't mm. I don't advise anyone to just drink peppermint schnapps. First, first of time all, I puked for alcohol, it was an experiment that I did where I took sugar and fermented it under a bunch of different conditions, and then I distilled it, and I measured the specific gravity to figure out how much alcohol each colony of yeast had produced, and uh, and that's how I judged the... Um, but but the I had it in the... Right, yeah. it, this was in the eighth grade, and I had it in the school library, and they said, you don't actually have the alcohol there, do you? And I said, yeah, that's what's in the beakers. And they said, oh, you can't have that in the library. Yeah. And I said, okay. So I poured it all into a Florence flask and uh, and put it in my locker to, to take home. And then I decided I'd start drinking it. And so it was... Uh, and it was just this horrible rot gut. I mean, imagine... The the uh, the liquor made by an eighth grader at home was not looking to make drinkable liquor. And my parents had a dinner party that night, and all they could hear all through dinner was me upstairs <laughs> praying to the porcelain oh, god. god. Why? Uh, yeah. Why god? Why? <laughs> yeah, I was a. Uh, I was. Oh man. I just thought of it. That's another. So band for that for actually, the record, on, a Florence flask is a like potion bottle. Well, I thought it was just a uh, flask yeah, owned by Florence. No, it's no, totally. It's, a, it's totally the textbook like bottle you put a potion in. Uh, yeah, the, it's a, it's it's wide oh, yeah. at the bottom. It's like one of those girls. It's like really wide at the bottom, <laughs> and and then skinny <laughs> on flasks. I have to tell you this. Uh, there was a band. They uh, make the rock and world go round. There's a, a metal band in Minneapolis called Dumpster Juice, right? And they, that's a great name for a metal band. They're sort of punkish, but like that's a great name. They once uh, I saw them at a show, and the opening act uh, had it was a, a toilet with the the seats up in front of the kick drum of the drummer, right? And like the singer throughout the show would stand on it and you know put one leg up while he was singing all that kind of stuff. But the name of the band was the Porcelain God. Oh, nice. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it was a, it was a flushing experience. Hmm. Yeah, well, okay, so they got too drunk, they could turn around and puke. You know, here's <laughs> a funny thing. There's a bunch of people who only know what it's like to puke in bushes. They don't know yeah. what praying to the porcelain god is like. Oh, that was my favorite part of the party on Futurama was, where's so-and-so? He's over there throwing up in the bushes, and you see uh, (laughs) George W. Bush and George H. W. Bush Bush in in their, uh, yeah, because they were just heads in bottles, and they, oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen, our president, Mr. Bush, and he just points to any random bush. (laughs) (laughs) Any shrubbery will do. There's two types of bush. Yeah. Well, that is true. There are two types of bush. Only two. Okay. What kinds? Well, the elder bush and then the HW. Okay. Well, let's not forget about Laura. I guess Laura's a bush, too. The yard or the bush between a chick's legs. Well, she's talking about... You know, oh, that's that, always fun. That is one I thing always enjoy beating Trump, around the bush. I will give Trump credit for this. I believe that I'm would be... I'm never going to have to deal with any other bushes. I believe uh, Jamie is talking about the female beard. Yes. Yeah, hello. Which is why I'm like, only Harry two? Kitty. 
Cats don't have beards, they have whiskers, although if you cut half of them off, they their heads tilt to one side. Uh, and and their whiskers are actually grow to the width that is like the minimum width that they can go through. So like if they get into a space that's too small for their body, their whiskers will hit the edge of the right. space yeah, and they'll their know. Gauge. Yeah. Yeah. That's their oh, cat measure. Yeah. You know my favorite gauge. It's their catometer. Yes. What, what's your favorite one? My favorite gauge. One RCH unit. What's an I RCH were, unit? I thought you were just say 12. Red cunt hair. <laughs> I came with an, an RCH of annihilation. <laughs> now, the red ones are thick, generally. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, so it's a, a, an easier measure to make. Right, right. <laughs> Bearded clam. Oh, God. Which is why we don't necessarily have to get a uh, guest beard. <laughs> well, yeah, but a but lot of girls we, shave how, these days. How do we know? Yeah. That is some personal information. That's right? do shave these days. Yeah, because there are, you know, like clean landing fields, right? You know what I mean? Like not yeah. even a strip, right? It's just a bunch of Mold. concrete. <laughs> no yellow lines, no lights coming up off of it, nothing. It's just... You know, you Oops, straight up bald. If you're, if you're going in for a landing, you just got to straight wing it. Yeah. You know, I appreciate a clean working space, but I like a little reminder too, just to point the way. I like the yeah. I like when they have the flashing lights, so you know where to go. But I don't like is like the little dude with those two things guiding you. You know, he's yeah. waving them above his well, head. That's dangerous. If you see an airplane. I'll Where's have you know lift? that is the it's only good there. outcome for ravers. <laughs> that is the one and only profession for ravers. Right. What is? <laughs> Traffic control guy with the two lit up cone things in your hands. There's a name for those. What's the name of those things? Air traffic controllers. No, the the things they yes, hold. They're co- air- no, air traffic oh, controllers the are the guys who, who do just talking radios. They're like there uh, is a word for the glowy stick. Roundman. Yeah, I don't know what it is though. I don't know either. All right. Well, coming from a female perspective, yes, we do shave downstairs. Is because uh, we don't want to feel like we got Chewbacca in our goddamn pants. I can. So you don't like bearded dudes? <laughs> I like bearded dudes. I like well, because I mean, that's that kind of like opposite having, of a dude. That is kind of like having Chewbacca in your pants, right? Mm. Uh, Chewbacca, on the other hand, is the most duded dude. I mean, Chewbacca is a beard. Hair. There's, we've established that with our opening song from Psycho Stick that Chewbacca is a beard. Oh my bad. Okay, <laughs> who is beardier, Chewbacca or Cousinette? Cousin it. Uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> well, cousin it. Don't it answer goes too quickly. All the way down to the floor, all uh, the way around. But Chewbacca is bigger, so like there's more beard per square being. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, beardiness is going to be the quotient of the beard versus the man so that uh, would that would yeah, come out okay. in the division okay all right but yeah. chewbacca also had a beard and since cousin did not didn't have, have a chin a he did not have a beard chewbacca absolutely oh. had a beard Wait, chewbacca had a chin 
That chin was covered in hair. Cousin, it yeah, has no chin. And Star Wars therefore, stuff. has no beard. Wait, what are you, what are you doing, Jim? You're going to go watch Star Wars? No, no she's I, say, I never watched Star Wars, so I don't even know. Did you just say you've watch never Trek. watched Star Wars? We have an uncultured call. No. Wow. Oh, 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 you've upset the mountaineer. It's, it's, oh, I'm sorry. He may, he, <laughs> you're, you're going to have to watch some of that shit, at least the first three, which are the middle I'm three sorry, or the last man. three. I'm more into uh, werewolves, vampires, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Did you like American Werewolf in London? Oh, shit. I didn't see that. You haven't seen that? You've got to see that. Have you seen 28 Days Later? I think so. It's been a long time. That one's pretty good. Like the dude that wakes up in the hospital and everybody's gone. He doesn't know where everybody is. And it turns out that everybody's just vampires. Oh, wow. Jamie, what are you doing with your life? Oh, I'm sorry. They're like zombies more more <laughs> so than vampires. Huh. I'm sorry. You asked her a question. Go ahead. Well, I mean. Uh, I mean. Like films and... I can understand not liking Star Trek. I love yeah. Star Trek, but yeah. I can understand not liking it. I can understand hating sci-fi. I can understand it. I can't empathize with it, but I can understand it. But not seeing Star Wars? Nazi. <laughs> you know? Yeah. How I... do you even know what a stormtrooper is? Mm. Well, I've seen I... a little bit of it, but I just didn't get that interesting. Oh, you, could just, you could just look at any law enforcement department and know what a stormtrooper is. It's true. <laughs> You don't need Star Wars for that particular task, Peakless. Yeah, I'm there's sorry. there's no fantasy required to see a jackbooted thug in this world. Yeah. Or the people that can. I am the big fan of that movie Blade. Oh, yeah. Oh, Blade Wesley was Snipes. great. Yeah. Yeah. I love we- Wesley Snipes, especially like since said, he's I'm a tax a protester. Lover. Huh? Uh, oh, Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson. Yeah, in Blade, yeah. he was great, man. Uh, he was great. How about Chris Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Did you like Buffy oh, the Vampire I Slayer? Show. I've seen that little kid growing up. Yeah. Buffy, huh? Yeah. I, I love that that show. The The dialogue was amazing. Mm. Uh, the, Buffy I'm really says sad to the chariz- that we lost Joss Whedon. Yeah. Buffy like, says to the, uh, to the uh, charisma Wesley character... Wheaton. Uh, character. Have you no shame? And Charisma Carpenter says, oh, please. Like, shame is something to be proud of. (laughs) What's the one vampire dude? He looks like a rocker dude. He has the short, spiky hair. His name was Spike. Spike. Oh, yeah. Spike was was my favorite favorite vampire. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, at the end of the little character runs across the little black character and run across a white background on Arg. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite uh, one of my favorite vampire <laughs> films is not The Lost Boys. I kind of fucking hate The Lost Boys. I think that film's a piece uh, of shit. Damn, really? Yeah, but there's a much better movie the that you may or may not have seen. But all the damn vampires. I've That's, seen it. I have it. I got that movie. Sorry, vampire. Vampires not sparkly. Sorry. But, but, just, but uh, key for Sutherland. Sparkly like, vampires, no. just no, no fucking sparkly vampires. I'm sorry. I, I just don't accept sparkly vampires. Hey, I'm sorry. They were not sparkly. 
They were sparkly as no fuck. sparkly keepers <laughs> They were the most sparkly fucking vampires that have ever been sparkly va- fucking vampires. Other sparkly exactly. vampires aspire to be that fucking sparkly. <laughs> were they sparkly? I don't they remember them being sparkly. Anyway, that there's a better movie. There's a better movie. There's lots of better movies. Well, there's one better from that era, and it's made by all the people from, like, Alien. In fact, Buffy the Vampire Slayer right. was the a pro- better movie. The producers, the actors, everything from Alien, the first movie, right? Mm. They made a movie called Near Dark. And what they did is they told it uh, sort of from the vampires as a street gang perspective. They didn't fly. They didn't have fucking wings, right? But they still were, like, affected by sunlight, right? So they had to travel. They were, like, in an RV, and, like, the sun was coming up, and they had to take, like, rolls of tinfoil and tape and, like, put them over the RV windows as they went through. Anyway, it's a great fucking yeah, vampire movie. That. Uh, Bill Paxton is in it, man, and he does a great fucking bit. I'm not going to do any spoilers for you, but he's fucking fantastic in that movie. It's the role he was born to play, in my opinion. Yeah, it's got uh, Lance Heinrichsen in it, uh, and it's the producers and directors from Alien, the first movie. Mm. And it uh, it didn't oh, do. Wow. Gr- I mean, it did well enough at the box office to like pay for itself, but it wouldn't. It didn't like make waves like the sparkly fucking vampires in Lost Boys did. Mm. You know, I've actually never seen that one. Lost Boys never had sparkly vampires. They burn up in the sun. They're I've awesome. never seen Alien. You've never seen oh, Alien. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Jamie, have you ever seen Alien? Uh, no. Oh, Jesus oh. fucking Christ. That actually doesn't make me what feel any better. What the fuck is wrong with people? school today. The, the, this guy right here. <laughs> yeah. He's in his mid-30s or you something, know, right? You know, I can actually tell you all about that movie. What movie? Alien. Oh. Like, you never seen it? Historically, it was a landmark film, especially in cyberpunk uh cinematography but you've never seen it no you can tell us about it so you've like read the wiki page okay it it, it's actually the perfect crossover between sci-fi and horror it really is that yeah yeah i I hate horror uh Uh, alien was the movie where like goonies oh the goonies yeah i i vaguely i had to end a relationship because i hate horror like horror asks the question what if if the answer yeah. is horrible, yeah, <laughs> I I got Jamie, over. Do you like horror at all? Like, do you have I a favorite horror movie? Yeah, I'm a what's horror your favorite? Fanatic. Oh Lord, there's so many. Uh, <laughs> favorite, favorite horror movie? Uh, it it's yeah, it's classified as comedy horror, but. Army of Darkness. Oh. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Come on. I'm sorry. Anything that poorly produced doesn't count as horror, properly speaking. That was perfectly produced. It was exactly what it was supposed to be. No. Yeah. No. The first one was actually supposed to be a horror movie. The first one was actually supposed to be a horror movie. Well, so was the second one. No. Yeah. I mean, by the second one, he would... They were he just, had pretty much given up on horror. They were, they were capitalizing on the fact that the first one got taken as a joke. Like the right. first one, they tried to make a movie and it got fucking laughed at. Yes, because it's was funny. That, the Evil Dead. Or, uh... Yes, Evil Dead was funny. Evil Dead Two was Dead hilarious. Dawn. Yeah, and mm. Evil Dead Three made no attempt at being horror. Hey, what about all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies? The oh, old ones. Freddy, Freddy Krueger. Seen those either. I... Freddy Krueger. 
Yeah. Again, I can tell you about I can tell you about Freddy Krueger's place in mythology, but I have never seen it. Who is the actor that played Freddy Krueger? Shit. Robert England. There you go. Jamie knows. Well. (laughs) Yep. Oh, I've seen that movie growing up when I was a kid. It scared the fuck out of me. You saw it throwing up? Yeah. <laughs> Growing up. See, you can trust a man. You can trust a man whose last name is that of a country, although you may not prefer it. But you can't trust a man with two first names. What about three? I thought Robert Engelman was uh, kind of well, not British, but uh, some other. I don't know. <laughs> well, England is British. Right. Is the thing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but I don't trust men if I know how many first names he has. Right. There's a. Uh, I'm sorry. Remake of Freddy Krueger, the guy that played the new on the new Freddy Krueger movie. He don't do justice. I yeah, I thought that they were done. I remember when uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Like I saw the first two, and then I think I saw the third one. I'm like, I'm done watching these movies. Yeah. And then one day, uh, I'm listening to the radio. I was so things. happy to see Jamie Lee Curtis's boobs. So. That was like the first uh, movie I ever saw with boobs in it. Yeah. So she did have a nice quick question. She, oh, wait, wait, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. I just I I need I need a reference point. Was there like a Freddy Krueger versus Jason in space, or am I conflating two? Uh, it, it did uh, exist, I think. There was a Freddy versus Jason. So okay. anyway, so I'm listening to the radio. It's some years after Friday the 13th Part 3 came out, and all I hear is, blah, blah, blah. It's a commercial, right? Blah, 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 blah. Now there's a Friday for every day of the week. We're introducing Friday the 13th Part 7. And I'm like, <laughs> that's your slogan? Now there's a Friday for every day of the week? I mean, no, could actually, you? it was after, also like Jason's movies. Actually, it was when after Jason goes to hell. Freddy Krueger, at the end of that movie, reached to grab Jason's mask and pull it down into hell. I'm wondering why I remember oh, that wow. particular... I think there's some somebody on the soundtrack of that movie that I think I might have enjoyed, and I don't remember whom. There had to be a contingent of Americans that went, Jason goes to hell. Well, obviously. Mm. <laughs> but from, on uh, Freddy vs. Jason, Freddy brought, brought Jason back to life. <laughs> oh wow! Because he was using Jason. To <laughs> he went into his dreams people. and resurrected him from wherever the fuck he was. I don't yeah. think that's it's getting almost Rick and Morty accurate. Now. I think he brought him back to unlife. Oh <laughs> uh, right. Uh, well, no, like this is this is a thing. So there's the body without the spirit, <laughs> and that's a zombie, mm. or sometimes a vampire. And then mm. there's the spirit without the body, and that's a ghost. Sorry. I love zombies, by the way. Hang on, hang on. You just invented a new thing. No, that's not a new thing. Ayn Rand said that. What? Actually. So if you put a no. ghost into a zombie, he just invented a new can thing. Can you resurrect someone? You have invented. I... Which yeah. one have you resurrected? Then the you ghost invented... or the zombie? You invented. Well, you a haven't zompire. properly resurrected unless you put the same ghost into the same zombie. Peakless, you uh... invented a zompire. Yeah, a vampire. I did also, no such thing. The truth also like zombies. The Walking Dead was killer. It's half zombie, half vampire. I did no such vampire. thing, and you both drive me to drink. Zompire. I never watched The Walking Dead. That's something I have. That really? I, I, I watched watch, like the yeah. first two seasons, and I'm like, this is just going to carry on for like 30 years, isn't it? And sure as fuck, it's still going like a decade later. 
I thought that was it's over. No, there's like uh, uh, spinoffs and shit, man. There's The oh, Walking okay. Dead. This, the, it's like uh, CSI Miami, CSI, you know, Keene, New Hampshire, or something, right? You yeah. know what I mean? All the different CSI. So they have like Walking Dead Grafton. Yeah, they like either uh-huh. different locations or different sub names. You know, Walking Dead. You know, on the trail or whatever, right? The Walking Dead Oregon Trail, right? Wow. You have died of zombie. You have died of dysentery. Dysentery, yes, thank you. Zombie <laughs> <laughs> movies, I can't think of the names of them, but they're pretty cool, too. Yeah. I liked Return of the Living Dead. So I actually uh, yeah, got that, into the comic book of uh, uh, of uh, The Walking Dead, So, and I, I think I'm one of the few people that did because almost no one realized that the CDC was never involved in the original story. I invented a movie title that goes, uh, uh, it's the dawn of the day of the night of the eve of the return of the living living dead. dead. (laughs) Nice. I haven't written anything, but I got the title down. Yeah, that's, that's the title you need. Okay. It's in a tower, in a mall, in a field, in a village, in a prison yard. Everywhere. It was, what are the names of the people in Clue? It was the, mm. it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Uh, you remember that game Clue, that board game? Oh, it was so and so in the billiards room. It was Colonel Mustard. Colonel Mustard in the billiard room. In the billiards room with, with the candlestick. Candlestick. Thank you. Yep. Yes, that's what I. That was an amazing movie. Underworld? For the record, I'm sorry. What the living underwear? The movie Underworld. Oh, Underworld. Oh, isn't that the one where the uh, vampires and the uh, werewolves are fighting? And that's why they got sued by a role-playing company. Huh. Really? Yeah. It was vampires versus werewolves. Yeah. A.K.A. Lacking. Yeah. You can sue somebody for something that vague. So role-playing, so tabletop role-playing is like uh, Dungeons and Dragons and- uh, Oh, I thought it was me with some strippers. Yeah. Uh, so Tabletop was... role playing. It can be either. It can be either. Oh my God. You know, role playing in the bedroom is great That's until your until your character sheets get involved. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But that was their world. They they created a modern world where vampires and werewolves were fighting a war, unbeknownst to mankind, and they totally sued yeah, that I movie because it absolutely ripped them off. And I thought Whoa. they did an amazing job of it. What do you got, what do you got, Jamie? He did. I got Underworld Evolution. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that, 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 that wait, is that Kate Beckinsale in that one? Mm. Underworld is yeah, Kate Beckinsale at her best. Okay. Mm. So I'm right. I just like saying Kate Beckinsale. It's kind of name. She played she was in a Shakespeare, I think. I uh I would like to take just a second and recap. The three, three portmanteau that have been harvested from tonight's episode. Okay. Humanibus. 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 That's half human, half cannabis. And if you're a a humanibus, then one of the telltale signs of how you tell is that you have grown something known as budlocks. Okay. These are are dreadlocks, but made of bud. That is how humanibi are known to others. <laughs> Humanibi? This, this should be a, <laughs> yeah. a, uh, a comic book. And then uh, we invented a new sort of a, a horror demon, uh, the Zompire. Half zombie, half vampire. That is not yeah, my fault. Cool. 
That is all you. You invented that one, yes. I didn't know Peaceless such thing. Mountaineer invented Zompire. You and in, how are you they distinguished from it. liches? Do you know that? Or a Vambi? Is <laughs> that a, a zombie fucked a oh, vampire? A, a, so they're both the same thing. A Zompire is half zombie, half vampire. But a, a Vambi is a half vampire, a half female. zombie. Wow, because I totally uh, thought it was a vampire Bambi. Bambi. <laughs> well, yeah. No, you're oh wrong. Oh, my God. It's just Zompire makes more sense than that's, Bambi. That's true. Vambi, I think, has got to be the feminine of it, though, because, uh, you know, the. You, you, Zompire is the dude. You couldn't oh. have a sexy Zompire. Oh. But you could have a sexy Vambi. So it's like Ligers and Tigans. Um, yes. So the lion. Well, that depends on the, the on the gender of the mother, not the gender of the beast. Tigers and ligers, yes, and bears. Oh my! So which one is which then? <laughs> um, no, I've... never mind. I reject your premise. Zombies can't reproduce, but vampires yeah, can. can. Yeah, vampires can if they cheat. And so, if you have a zombie, well, zombies do reproduce. They reproduce when they bite. Wait, what That's does a zombie do? What does a zombie do yes, that neither the zombie or the vampire does? What does a zombie do that neither the zombie or the vampire does? You have sixty seconds. Do, top, do, do, top five do, answers do, are on the board. Here's the question. One hundred people say. Eat your spirit. Let's go to the board. Ding, ding, ding. Eat your spirit. The number two answer. Hey. Because number two means shit. I was going to say, how (laughs) dare you call my answer number two. (laughs) Uh, Hey, remember those good old child play movies? Oh, Chucky. Yeah. 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 Do you know (laughs) who John Gruden is, Jamie? Do you know who John Gruden is? The voice of Chucky? Uh, No, no. John Gruden used to be a coach for some NFL football teams like, uh, uh, the Tampon oh, Bay wow. fucking ears. And uh, he also coached the Jokeland Radars, Raiders for a while. Anyway, he really? looks just like Chucky. And whenever like there's a game and he's on the sideline, some fan brings in a picture of Chucky and like holds it up at the cameras for the game. And that's like, uh, no. so John Gruden's nickname is Chucky because he looks just oh, like wow. him. Yeah, it wow. looks like the dude from Chucky. That's got to suck. Jamie, it's yeah. about time for us to check out. Thanks for calling. We appreciate you. Yeah, it's I, been real. I do have something uh, queued up here to go out on, so to speak. Uh, I'm just going to read the lyrics. Uh, you'll you'll hear the music simul- or in a moment. But the reason I want to go out with this is because this popped into my head again the other day, and I'm like, that's a great lyric. The lyrics are, I'm not anti-society. Society is anti-me. And I'm not anti-religion. Religion is anti-me. And I'm not anti-tradition. Tradition is anti-me. And I'm not anti-anything. I just want to be free. Nice. It is so hard to love those who hate you. Who who wrote that? This is from a... Uh, well, they started out as a punk band, but then became a crossover metal band. And uh, you'll know them by their punkness. They are... By your punkness shall they know. By their punkness shall you know them. They are suicidal tendencies. Oh! I love institutionalized. This has been Beard Talk Live. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you, nobody. Thank you, Peakless Mountain here. Thank you, Jamie.
Yo, yo, yo.